Hello there, Dat Fam. It's Jessica Hayes Nunez. Thank you so much for checking out Things in Space. <laughs> We're currently streaming and recording the show via webcam so we can all stay safe during the COVID-19 pandemic. If you're interested, you can support us by joining our Patreon so you can unlock access to these podcast episodes one week earlier than the rest of the world. VIP access, baby. And remember, if you're loving the immersive sounds and music you hear during our game, those are provided by Sirenscape. The app is free and comes with 10 sound sets that are included to get you started. How fancy! And you don't even need to register! Ha! No commitments! <laughs> so use the link in the description to let them know that we sent you. Thanks again, everyone, and enjoy the show. It's Saturday. It's 6 o'clock. There's a tail hidden in the stars, and all we have to do is reach up and grab it. Welcome to Things in Space. What's up? <laughs> Everyone, the wonderful, the beautiful, the talented Bonnie Gordon is back with us this week. Bonnie, love and flail arms. That's me. Hi, buddy. Bonnie, we're happy to have you. Like, let's just do it. All right, sound good? Uh, easy for you to say. I have the first thing in the intro. Okay, I'll stall for some more time while Bonnie pulls up the. Okay, here we go. Last time. According to the ship's log. The crew of the Scourge desperately continued their attempt to end the robbery at the Museum of Indosolar Sciences. The lieutenant in this bloodshot gang had caused enough havoc, and Captain Phoenix was tired of it. She shoved a grenade down the Ikeshti's throat and watched the chaos unfold. It blew off the robotic bottom of his jaw, but he lived and ran. As he was absconding, Mog oozed upon him, making it difficult to leave, and Model 392 took one final shot to annihilate the enemy. Some of the heroes stuck around looking for clues, like a meddling bunch of teenagers. But after struggling to connect the dots, they waited for the arrival of other members of the Deep Cultures Institute. Captain Phoenix, however, had had enough and went to bed. A concerned Mog followed. He hoped to heal the captain, both physically with his powers and mentally with his wise questioning of her love of whiskey. And while all hoped for answers and resolution, none could be found. After Nib arrived to take over the scene, the party rested. The next morning was tumultuous, between Nono introducing Model 392 to coffee and a Bedzigak crumbling under missing the close bond with their friend. Nib could hardly explain the problems that had affected the DCI overnight. Years of exploratory data of the sun, specifically in the area of the far portal, had been taken. Captain Phoenix quickly raised the price of the crew's services and then raised a Bedzigek's spirits. The crew needed to be at their peak performance. They were headed for the dystopian hellhouse of the bubble city, Corona. As they entered the bustling city with solar flares bursting down while people moved nonchalantly, the heroes were quickly enticed to visit the cultural hub of Corona, the Brass Bazaar. To cover more ground and hopefully to allow Abedzagak and Nono time to speak, the party split up. The Skittermander and Vesk wandered around the shops looking for any clues, but tensions did not lessen as the first store they wandered into was a robotic shop and Abed couldn't stand to see Nono excited about more machinery. So they left making their way to Pilot's Edge. But after a chance encounter with a strange grifter, the two friends felt cursed, lower and lower in their emotions. 
trio of Model 392, Mog, and Captain Phoenix made a beeline straight to what seemed to be the cultural center of the Brass Bazaar. The diner called the Grandmaster's Kitchen intrigued the three, so they sat down looking for good food and information. As the little older woman named Luthix brought them to their seats and prepared their meals, the group learned a few things. First, Luthix made fantastic meals, each to the liking of individual guests' alien heritage, but also with a bit of flair. She was a renowned chef across all the packed worlds, after all. Next, they learned that Model 392 had been there before. Luthix couldn't remember when, but it did happen. Finally, Luthix was a dragon disguised in human form and older than almost everything. With no further clues, the trio went to find their other two members. However, on the way, they were stopped by the Sirocco gang. Outnumbered but prepped for battle, the group prepared for anything. Now join me as we traverse the night sky. Abedzagak stared into the pause screen of the on-demand episode one of Vests in Space. Exhaustion had set in. The devastation of a long day of searching for their first bounty, which hadn't been found yet, gave the Vesk hesitation. They'd only visited the one planet thus far, but Maelstrom the Drow that had originally given them the show told them that day one needed to be focused on getting the show off the ground anyway. Abed didn't even want to look. What if no one else watched? Was the overwhelming thought pervading their mind. The struggle to watch or not to watch overtook Abedzagak, and they wrestled with it until they fell asleep. Inside the broken-down cockpit, cockpit of a busted-up ship, the green head with pink spots sank droopily into the screen as if the sleeping creature was watching it anyways. Abedzagak woke to the pinging notification on her personal comm unit. They slurped up the tiny bit of drool forming from the corner of their mouth and drowsily pressed accept. Good morning, Star. The drow always dressed well in her velvet, even in the dead of morning, if it even was morning. Well, aren't you just a stunning sight? Almost like when you tripped over the wire and fell into all that cargo. Did you even see the Shimrian scurry away, or were you just playing that up for the camera? Um, yes. Yes. Yes? But Abed hadn't seen the Shimrian. If they had made, maybe, if they had, maybe this first episode wouldn't have been such a colossal failure. Abedzagak knew they had to find that Shimrin today, or else somebody would collect the bounty besides them. So, what ridiculous is, what ridiculousness is on the docket today? Accidentally blowing up the ship? Perhaps an accident with too many guns in one hand? <laughs> it's all too good. Listen, Maelstrom, I get it. It's been a real bad day, and you can pull the plug on the show. It's fine. I understand. <laughs> pull the plug? Why? I, I didn't do it. I, I didn't get the guy. Have you seen the numbers? What, what do you mean? What are the numbers? That's a joke. See, see, that's what's making all this work. Not only are we fulfilling absolutely everything I hoped and wanted, but you're making me money, too. Look. Abedzgak still didn't want to. All of Bounty Mountain told them that this would be a great service to all bounty hunters everywhere. How happy it would make the galactic community. How good it would be to see bounty hunters as not neutral, not something to be feared, but adored. Adored. 
That's something that Abedzagak had never felt once in their life. Abedzagak never felt seen, let alone adored. Just stay quiet and out of the way was their mother's favorite saying, none of your nonsense. But as soon as they opened the data pad, Abedzagak saw it. Thousands of viewers, comments dropped in by the second. The screen was filled with a whole new set of commentary that had never been stated about the brand new bounty hunter. This Vesk is nuts! Nuts! But I love every moment! Oh my gosh, I need an episode two right now. Ah ha 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 ha! When Abedzagak sang to that bartender, I lost my mind. So funny! Someone put those song lyrics on a t-shirt. The viewers need merch. And this one, Abedzagak's favorite so far. This creature is my spirit animal. Come take me as your bounty, you big weirdo. (laughs) On and on they went. Ping, ping, ping. Comment after comment after comment. Congratulations, chimed in the drow. Abedzagak was suddenly acutely aware they had been on the call the entire time, just not saying anything. Mm. Uh, thank you. Wow. Uh, <laughs> wow. No need to thank me, just keep it up. Yeah, of course. But I'm just, I'm just confused. How, how to, why? <laughs> Call it luck. But why... Why did you choose me? Mm. Don't worry about all that. Just know that I'm getting everything that I want. And so are you. What do you want? But it was too late. The connection had been severed. Abedzagak stood up more awake than if they drank an entire pot of coffee. The confusion and restless sleep was worth it. Because for the first time in a long time... It would not be a day of staring into the vast of space in shame. It would be a day of writing rhymes and bounty hunting. They were adored. Time zips forward like fast-forwarding a video by 500 speed. Countless adventures of vests in space rapidly swing by until time stops on this moment. The usually jovial faces of Abedzagak and Nono are slumped in self-doubt, and part of the drone camera unit has flown off to another part of Corona. You can assume that it went to see what the other three were up to, but as we follow the camera, things are bad. Outnumbered and underprepared, Captain Phoenix, Mog, and Model 392 prepare for a fight with a party that is fully split. What do you do? 23. 23. All right. Captain Phoenix, with that improved initiative, always coming in very high. Great feet take. I got a 16. 16. So, Ben, before I tell you what I rolled, (laughs) do I get any, like, special surprise round? Because I was the one that said I was going to... I'll allow you to get off one uh, one use of your mind rest. Okay, perfect. I rolled a two. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, uh, all right, and uh, Jess, what'd you get? I got 19. 19, Ooh. what's your... Uh, okay, yeah, good. All right, and Jamie? 20. 20 for no-no. All right, well, this is good. 
go right like that. How about? All right, so uh, we're going to do theater of the mind for this battle, just so you uh, aren't all jumping back and forth to roll 20. Uh, Mog, you are looking at this group of four. They've surrounded you. Uh, obviously, the woman in the front has uh, just kind of got you. You want to mind thrust somebody. Who are you going to mind thrust? The captain lady. Oh, all right. You're going at Alex, uh, the yes. captain's uh, first love. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> you don't know that. Okay. All right. Roll your attack roll. Uh... Uh, I think I just hit, but they get to make a will save. Oh, you're right. I get a will save. Um, sweet. Which the DC for that is 14. I got a 12. Nice. Full damage, baby. Yay. Good for you. It's only five. Five <laughs> points of damage. See, they've, uh, they're pretty strong. They got a, a little bit of stamina going on there. Um... All right, next up, we have Captain Phoenix at the top of the round. What would you like to do? Well, I would assume I'm pretty close to this uh, Captain Lady. Did she have a name? Uh, yes, Alex. Alex. Um, so, what do you think? I'm like 10 feet from her, five feet? Yeah, you could be, uh, I'll allow you to be where, I would assume that Mog and, and Model 392 stepped in front of you, so that you would be probably about 10 feet away with them in between you. All right, so I'm going to walk through, kind of like casually push Model 392 and Mog, just like, guys, I got, you know, I got this sort of sort of vibe. And I'm going to walk up to Alex. Are you sure that we can't go back to some form of negotiation? Um, and I'm going to get up to her and I'm going to kind of place my hand just kind of like along her arm. Okay. And I would like to cast Jolting Surge. Uh, okay. Um, sounds like you're trying to make like a bluff check here. Uh, not just uh, I mean, like I, like you're I not. Can. You know, because jolting surge. Uh, I don't know. I mean, would it have been any different if I said I step up, touch her, and cast jolting surge? <laughs> no, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. But I like the role play. Just make a bluff check. I think she deserves a point of inspiration because you just tried to negate her great role play. Also, I, I rolled a nat 20, so I think that's good enough. <laughs> what I was going to say was that you hit her in a very good spot, so do damage and a half. Um, well, I haven't attacked yet, but do you want me to just go to rolling damage? <laughs> no, you have to touch me. That's what it is. You have to touch me. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Roll your. So it was my nat twenty for touching you. Yeah. Fine. You, t- you touch. You touch her. You okay. touch her. Nat twenty. Good Great. for you. So twenty two. Like, should we dim the lights for some mood lighting? Like. I mean. All right. I've pulled the critical hit card. Uh, all right. So you reach up and you touch her, uh, and all of a sudden it just like energy just surges through you and into her. You do double damage and then all of a sudden just mirror image explodes back onto you and now you have the effects of mirror image. Uh, Congratulations. So first roll your damage and I'll get what mirror image does for you. Ooh. Well, this is going to be interesting. 11, 15... 
16, 17, 18, 19 times 2 is 39. 39 points wow. of damage. 18 times 2, 19, 19 times 38. Two. 38. 38. Wow. <laughs> yeah, she's dead. I did five, oh. but I don't forget. Oh, bye-bye. Did just, you just kill her? You just exploded. killed her. You stepped up to her. If I couldn't have her, no one could. <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, remind oh, me to I'm never. Oh, so toxic. Okay. Um, <laughs> remind me to never date you. Jeez. <laughs> you know, trauma responses are, you know, they come out in weird ways. <laughs> Ooh. Katie and I are the same level. Don't forget. <laughs> All right, and currently you have a mirror image on you, so roll a d4. Also, I'd like to look... Oh, I'll roll my d4 first. Also, from now on, I have cursed your dice, just to let you know. Uh, Well, which one? Because I rolled four d6. So you're going to curse my crits and giggles dice? Your your d20? Uh, It is cursed. And Jeremy's like, I would like that. Yes, um, I, I, I rolled a two of a D4. So there are now three Captain Phoenixes just kind of bobbing and weaving, smiling and uh, just like ra- raising their hands in the air for melting Yvonne Strahovski. So good Sorry, job. Sorry, Yvonne. I love Yvonne. Uh, and I'm going to look to the to her like minions and I'm going to kind of like, I don't know, I picture it like super badass, like in a movie. It's just like, I just demolished their leader in front of them. And I'm going to kind of just like look up at them and be like, who's next? <laughs> we move on to Nono. Oh. Nono and Abedzigak, you are walking along and you are are heading towards the uh, the... The, the ship edge. place. Yeah, you're headed towards that place, Pilot's Edge. What are you doing? Feeling bad, apparently. Yeah, you yeah. feel really, really bad. It's just... really rough, uh, but you, you're getting closer and closer to Pilot's Edge. I just wanted to see uh, if there was any conversations that went on as you're approaching it. You start to see that the shops clear away and there's there's nothing going on really right at this moment. Uh, and off in the distance, you see that you're getting close to the edge of the bubble city uh, on the outskirts to where, like, you know, it just kind of falls off into solar flare area if you jump out of there. Um, but on the edge, you do start to see this hangar in the distance, broken down, um, but still a functioning shop. What do you do? Well, first, uh, on the way. <clears throat> um, hey, Abed. Yeah. Uh, I don't feel, uh, super great. Can you sing me a song? Mm. Here's the thing. Uh, I am trying to pull from the depths of my heart, too, and I'm feeling very heavy. I could try. Um, uh, okay. Uh, everything is bad. Everything is sad. We're probably gonna die here. Everything is bad. Ah, that didn't do anything for you, did it? I, no, no, not what I was looking for, but it, it was fun. So sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so ashamed. I can't even do the one thing that I'm supposed to be able to do. Uh, so- um. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 hey, what do we see ahead of us? 
you start to see the ramshackle building that is uh, that is Pilot's Edge. Uh, you can start to walk, or the Free Pilot's Club. You can uh, start to walk out there. You can start to see that there's a uh, a kind of mechanic shop looking building with uh, graded metal upon the side of it. It looks uh, rusted, and uh, but it does say does say Free Pilots Club. Okay, uh, my vote is to head for the mechanic shop. That sounds like your favorite kind of thing, and I am in agreement. And with that, we will move on to my turn now in combat. Because Nono and Abedzikak, you're kind of acting together. So I'll allow you to to uh, have those at time and double it. And now, my three, uh, my three little Sulis, uh, they just saw Captain Phoenix just really, really lay into their captain. Uh, so they're all going to make trick attack shots on you. Um, so they pull out their guns, and the first time, the first shot is an absolute miss. They're just uh, stunned by what's going on. Uh, no- are, they, are they all shooting at the captain? Oh, yeah. I'm going to anesthetic dart this next one. Okay. All right. Uh, the next one uh, doesn't get the trick attack off. Actually, yeah. No, they don't get the trick attack off. However, does a 16 hit your KAC? Not. All right. So the second one misses. There's just too much action going on. And the third one does get their trick attack off, and uh, that's, I think that's going to be a 24 to hit. That will hit. That will hit. So, uh, this third Suli is like, she took out Alex! That's, she was, you monstrovsky! And you take four points of piercing damage as it, just sinks into your skin. He does kind of like a backflip and shoots you. They were all just as in love with her as Katie was. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, everybody, every every single one of the Sirocco gang members. <laughs> we move on. It is now Model 392's turn. Yes. Um, I'm going to uh, use my entrop- entropic strike. Nice. Yes. Uh, and also, uh, as I'm doing this, I'm going to be like, at first, I did not think that you were picking up on my social cues of this being a bad idea. I am very proud of you, Captain. 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 As I looked at all the mirror images of the Captain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, did you roll to make sure they could hit the right one, Ben? Ooh. Oh, that's rough. What do you Thanks like? The five reminder, and six Bonnie. or one and two? Sorry? What do you like, five and six or one and two? Five and six. Uh, no, one of the images bursts and is no longer there. There are now only two Captain Phoenixes. Captain, Captain. <laughs> um, uh, and so then I'm just going to go up to one of the minions. I, I'll, go, I'll go to the one that shot the Captain. Okay. Um, before, I think before Model 392 does anything, it should be known that I think a good wild uh, agent of chaos, a good agent of chaos came in for Model 392. Ooh, 
okay, a good agent of chaos. <laughs> From Sarah BC1. Thank Happy you, birthday, Sarah. Sarah BC1. Oh, thank, thank you, Sarah. Sarah. All right, Bonnie, I am going to need you to roll me a D20. Please. This is, I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you make it a good one. A seven, is that good? Seven. Okay, let's is see. Is that good? <laughs> oh, no. Let's see what it is. Oh, oh my happy, goodness. Happy birthday, Sarah. I see someone saying it. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. birthday? Oh this one is absolutely perfect for you. Oh, I'm Bonnie so excited. Ford. Okay. A firework falls out of a black hole in the ceiling and it pops <laughs> right in front of your face and it, it displays never give up, never surrender. <gasps> yes. This lasts the rest of the session or forever. What? What? How? how what? The, view, the viewers of Vesks in Space love what you are doing. Everything you say is trending, including what you say next. Right now, I'm going to give you for the rest of your session a plus two to charisma for this entire session. However, if the next thing you say is really super good and trending and a super good catchphrase, I'm going to give you a plus two to your charisma score forever. Make it, make what you say really, really good. So if it's really, hold on, is the basis of it being really, really good your opinion or the viewer's opinions? It's my opinion. Okay. Ben is the viewer's. <laughs> So much pressure. <laughs> so much pressure. Never give up. Never surrender. Um, to the pressure. To the pressure. <laughs> uh, um. Got this. She's got this. I believe in you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, I may not have a memory, but you will remember this. <laughs> I'm just going to, uh, I'm just going to hit the person that I had so many different ideas running through my head, <laughs> but a part of me was like, oh, I shouldn't say that. Oh, that's bad. Oh, I don't want that to trend. Like, <laughs> so I just want it. It's okay. It's not great. My charisma is already pretty horrible. <laughs> well, I liked it. Thank you. So you get a plus two. Yay! So now Forever. I roll for my attack. Dang! Yeah. Like, don't you forget this face. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm ready for your Do I just attack. roll for my attack? Okay, here I go. Yeah. Um, I have a 18. An 18 is a hit. Roll damage. Hell yeah. And then I'm Just doing my... Just take your hand and crack them on the side of the head. Yes, it's time for a female dog slap. <laughs> Battle 392 style. Um, how am I doing this? Katie, do you use charisma as your main spell casting? Indeed. Ooh. Uh, what, uh, and is it, what, what is my... Your entropic strike adds an extra D4 to... Uh, That's right. However many D4 you use in like, because you have three in Tropic, if you gain them. 
Uh, I think that's 13 points of damage then. Yikes, 13 points it's, of damage. Because it's a D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, that you you hurt them very badly. Uh, <laughs> Zach, I hope Zach that's said, yeah. Bonnie, I that hope that poured lemon forever. juice in your wound. Fantastic. Uh, nice step up and slap. We move on. It is now Mog's turn. Mog, what would you like to do? Uh, I am going to look at that same one that uh, Model 392 just slapped uh, okay. and say, mm, oh, well, trending line. And then shoot <laughs> it with my eyeball. Uh, okay, uh, roll an attack. I got a five. <laughs> that will not do it. But I Sam. smoked that wall behind him. That wall behind it? Ooh, man, that's a... It looks really, really in bad shape. I mean... I hate to put my two cents in, but you do have an extra action. Hey! All right, Ooh, all right. That's I'm right. A, I'm going to use it so that way I'm worth something. <laughs> it's okay, Mom. With a stick? Uh, uh, there was too much pressure. Allow me to try again. <laughs> and then I'll cast Mind Thrust. <laughs> okay. It's a will save. DC 14. It is okay, Mog. I rolled a your aim might be that of a stormtrooper, but your heart is full. Uh, I failed my will save. They are not very willful. Wow, I rolled a 13 for damage. Man, you just, you see that this, this Suli is like, oh, 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 they're making terrible noises like I do this week. Just my back. Uh, and you've hurt them quite a bit. Perfect. Top of the round, it's Captain Phoenix's turn. What would you like to do, Captain Phoenix? I'm still ahead of Mog in 392, right? Yes. All right. So I'm going to look over at those guys. One tried to hit me and fail miserably. Uh, and I'm gonna just, uh, how many of them are left? There are three left, three remaining. One of them looks really hurt. How um, far away are they from me? I mean, you're in this tight alleyway. They're all about 15 feet away from you and each other in, in a di- triangular shape uh, with with uh, Mog and Model 392 on the one to your right. Cool. I'm gonna look at all three of them and just say, well, I guess you'd all like some more. And I'm gonna cast Overheat, which has uh, is a cone-shaped burst yeah. of 15 feet. Uh huh. And you do get a reflex save for half damage. Okay, so this will hit two, two out of the three. Okay. Uh, are you gonna try and get the one that uh, that Mog and Model 392 have also been hitting? Because if you do that, you will also hit them. Then no. So you'll hit the <laughs> other two. Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know what your choice is. Just want to make sure. <laughs> it's okay, Captain. I can I can take the heat. That's dirty twenty for a uh, attack. I get a reflex save. This you do a, get a reflex save. So uh, the I first one get... is a natural twenty, okay. uh, but the one in the middle is just shook. Uh, so uh, they did not save. Okay, so one will take full damage while the other will take half damage. Okay. Ooh. And that is 13 points of damage. 13 points of damage as you just... just Bloom. Forge them. And, and then... The uh, takes six points of damage. <laughs> and then for my move action, I would like to... 
kind of take maybe a couple steps. Well, if, if I don't have much room to move sideways, uh, I would kind of like to almost do like a like a jazz square, almost to confuse them with my mirror image. Um, so they so they saw me cast. I'd like to move a little bit so that they don't know which one is me. Uh, so I guess for mechanics, I will take uh, I will take a, a couple steps backward. I love it. Please uh, say that you did an actual jazz square. She Five, six, seven, eight. I just want to point out that the Cadence donated $50, a med AI for the table. I think that you confused how to spell uh, hot potato with uh, med AIs for the potato. (laughs) I just want to make sure that, fine, med AIs for the table. Uh, Yay! Congratulations. Thank you for all of that. We move on from Captain Phoenix's turn. Now we are back with Mog, or with Nono and Abedzagak. You two are walking closer and closer to the uh, to the Free Pilots Club. What are you doing? Oh, look, a place that would make Nono very, very happy. I will absolutely put Nono ahead of myself because I am garbage. Uh, <laughs> Nono, uh, sure, she'll walk in front, uh, but definitely keep an eyes peeled. She's a little scared to walk into here and see people that might know her. Mm. Uh, you walk in and there is but one person working and it is a female Yusoki. Uh, she's, she's got very light tan fur. Uh, she has goggles draped over her eyes. She's wearing a full-on jumpsuit, pilot jumpsuit. Um, and she is just cranking wrenches every which direction. She's like, hey, what's going on? What's how? And she looks uh, something like this on Roll20. I gotta see this. <clears throat> I love her. What's going on? The name's Flash, because I like to, you know, flash by people, so what's going on? Um, hello, Flash. Uh, just, you know, strolling by, trying to see the neighborhood and, uh, who all is here. Yeah, rock on, you know, that's so <coughs> cool. You wanna, do you need anything? Like, can I introduce, int- it? Can I like find some gear for you, or would you like to, you know, rent a? Would you like me to take you on a sun skimmer tour, and we can go ride those solar waves? Um, that sounds amazing. Yeah. It's a sun skimmer tour. Yeah, I, you know, it's kind of like my, like my day job, you know, and I like to get those sun skimmer tours. And then, you know, when the night comes, it's like all about inner cycles. So much fun. Have you raced one? Have you? No. Haven't. But it sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, you would not believe it. It is the greatest thing in the entire world. How, how long do they take? I mean, we're here with a, with a group. Uh, we don't want to abandon anybody for too long. Oh, like, you know, if they had a combat, we could probably do it in a combat. <laughs> I, mean, I, 
just one moment, please. Just one moment. And Nona will <laughs> grab like three arms on one of a Benzigax and pull them back a couple steps and be like, okay, okay, I know. I know helping is fundamental to anything. And we're supposed to be helping the captain by getting information. But who's to say we couldn't get information while also doing this? It's called multitasking. <laughs> okay, we're in this together, yes? Yeah, yeah, I'm on board. Let's do this. Okay, who should I make the check out to? <laughs> I just make it all to Flash. You just write Flash. But I mean, like, do you have a boss? No, I'm, uh, this is me, you know? I just run it all up in here as like, just Whoa. get me the, you just pass me the creds, we'll go on Sun Skimmer tour. On um, tour. How many creds do I owe this person? Because I so, love them. Uh, you know, they. she, she does take, uh, <gasps> she does take, oh. oh, look at that. That's a lot of fun. Oh, oh. But, <laughs> Figure it out. They got it. <laughs> Fantastic. The timing though, it's One, so two, hard. three, go. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, we kind of did it. Flash, Flash will take you on a Sun Skimmer tour for, for uh, 150 credit. Oh, I I throw the money. At, well, I don't throw the money. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Before, but uh, let me just let me just ask. Uh, oh. hey, hey, hey. Uh, uh, you there? What was your yeah, name again? Flash. Flash. The name's what Flash. What if? What if I told you that by us hanging out with you, you would immediately be on a famous TV show known as Vests in Space? Would you what? accept this? Would you accept this instead of money? What? Are you pulling the influencer card right now? <laughs> hold, 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 hold. hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I whisper, I whisper to no, no. I want you to save your money. I got this. Roll a diplomacy check. Okay. Can I, uh, can I aid? Can I be like, I mean, it's known by just about every person in the galaxy. Yes. Oh. Yes, yes you I, can, but I need you to both take a minus two because you are feeling very, very self-conscious. Yes. Uh, okay, well then 19. Uh, plus two. All right, so a 21. Are you serious? Vesks in space? Yeah. I love that show. Yeah, that's me. What? It's like every time I'm done with my sun, sun skimmering, I'm like, oh, what's on TV? And then I turn on like the VH1 parody and it's like, oh, that's in space. And you know, then I just sit down and like chill and watch it. So wow, that's a great story. So that means we could have this for no dollars, but you can be on TV. Yeah, let's ride. <laughs> so, so Flash takes you on this. It's actually a pretty big ship. Uh, it's it's sizable. In fact, a Sun Skimmer <laughs> is classified as a huge air vehicle. Um. And you see that it doesn't have, it doesn't have engines. It doesn't have anything. It just, uh, it just kind of gets pushed off the edge and then drops through a hole into the bubble. And we'll leave it at that. We'll move on. It is now fly. my turn. Uh, and on my turn, there are two of these, or there are three of them left. The one that uh, just got smashed to smithereens by Mog and Model 392 is going to take a guarded step back, uh, is is very upset at this situation. 
uh, and then take a trick shot at model 392. So let's see right now. Uh, not gonna get the trick shot off, but here goes the actual shot. You missed, ha ha. Uh, yeah, a, a definite miss. They like, he, he bounces off the wall and tries to like really coolly spin around and shoot at you uh, and just like shoots a wildly and hits a banister in the air. Uh, the other two are gonna maintain their shots on Captain Phoenix because she just burned them. <laughs> um, the one does not get off a trick attack, nor does it hit. Fix yourself, dice. I need to do some damage here. There we go. The one does not get off a trick shot, but with a 19 on the die, does hit Captain Phoenix. Kitty, do you like ones or twos? Ones. Ones. It actually hits Captain Phoenix this time, dealing three points of piercing damage as it just lasers through your shoulder. Cool. We move on. It is now Model 392's turn. Model 392, what would you like to do? Uh, well, as as the one person shoots at me and I go, haha, you missed. And then <laughs> I see the other one shoot my captain. You did not miss. You shot my captain. You must die. And then I'm going to pull out my pistol. Oh. Actually, you know what? No, let's go with the hammer. Okay. Because you know what? I hammer in the morning and I hammer in the evening. Hammer at supper time. It's hammer time. That's, and then I'm, and then I'm gonna be like, damn it, that should have been my trending line. I should have thought about this earlier. Now, now I'm thinking about what. So then, and then I just skip my whole turn because I'm so upset. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, okay, I'm gonna attack with the assault hammer. All right, make it happen. Okay, well, let's see. That is a ah. I'm so, hold on, dice on the floor. Ah, ah where'd it go? Oh no. Uh, I will say while you're trying to find that dice, uh, we have, have got one. a $20 donation from B. McAllister. Eee. I just found out that the amazing Jamie has sang songs from Guys and Dolls and has been in a production of Peter Pan. Please have a med AI and the rest is for Jess because she is amazing and my new hero. Aww. Rug it out. Hashtag suck it, Ben Birch. Where is all of that Thank written? You. I don't know. Oh, it's on the top. <laughs> oh, there shirt. it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yay. Bottom. Jessica showed that picture of that company we work for, and now everyone's just finding us. <laughs> it's very easy to find us. It's not like it's hidden in any way. Jamie, who were you in Guys and Dolls? I was Adelaide. Uh, I was only ever in the ensemble, but I understudied Adelaide a bunch. The couple we, of times I've done it. We should sing was, together. We should. I was also musical episode. This is happening. I'm gonna roll now. I, I grabbed another day. Um. Oh dear. <laughs> um. Yeah. That is a six total. Oh no, that will not do it. Okay, well, that will not do. So this is why I'm so upset about my trending line because I wanted it to do so well, and I know that it wasn't the charisma line that I needed. Yeah. So the whole time I'm just going, well, I should have thought about this more. Oh dear. It's also very much like Guys and Dolls out here and the Jets and the Shark. Or not Guys and Dolls. It's like West Side Story. They're like pirouetting and shooting guns and, and just like doing all these strange acrobatic moves as they're fighting. Uh, it's very odd. Sounds like newsies uh, so. to me. I feel like I feel like this is more of like the music man and we've got trouble. We got trouble right here in Corona City. You might have trouble in Corona City. Mog, it is your turn. 
Uh, uh, I'm gonna move up next to uh, model 392 and whip out my battle staff at the same time. Uh, and okay. can I uh, assist her in her next attack? You would like to assist her uh, in yeah, her I next attack. I want to give her a plus two to her next melee attack. Okay, yeah, you still have to roll an attack, but it's gotta oh. be over ten. Okay. <laughs> this may or may not happen. Are you backing me up, Mog? This is I'm great. trying to, but I suck so much at this. <laughs> there's you like a it. there's like a over forty percent chance I don't do this. <laughs> you precious creature. Victory. 15! Yes! So you give a plus two. You give a plus two to Model 392's next attack. Captain Phoenix, it is your turn. <sighs> I'll look at the guy that just hit me. I'm gonna point at him. Okay. You. Stop that. And I'm gonna cast Daze. Ooh, okay. We'll save. We'll save. Coming up right here. That's an anesthetic dirt, you. Okay, good for you. That is a total of of 19. Well, that doesn't do anything. (laughs) The dart flies into him, but he's like, oh, uh, that was rude. And uh, but he takes one point of piercing damage. Cool. Uh, (laughs) um, And then uh, I will do the same sort of jazz square sort of thing. Hopefully me and my mirror image can shuffle shuffle it up a little bit. The question is, why is everybody dancing in this? Uh, It's fine. Uh, I I like it. What else would I do? Yeah. I think this is the musical episode. (laughs) This is the dance episode. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, All right, we move on. No, no, you and Abedzagak are plummeting off the edge of the side of Corona. Uh, you are just falling straight down through, and you see that as you're doing this, the there is like a gap that opens up in the side of the bubble, and it just opens up. And now you're no longer in Corona, you're in space, and you're right next to the sun, and uh, like you, you feel like Maybe this was a horrible, horrible choice. <laughs> oh boy, is this normal? Do we usually go this close? Um, Flash, quick Flash. question. How many, um, I, I, how do I put this politely? How many drugs have you had today? Listen, well, just wait for it. Wait for it. Ready? Five. Or uh, three, I don't. <laughs> Hold on, and then <laughs> you just get ripped up by this by this rush of solar energy. It just grabs the one side. It's this thing only has one wing, and so this solar energy grabs the one wing, and it just starts spinning you around with great force. Like you're flipping around like one of those uh, gravitational machines that oh, tries to get you oh. into G mode. She's pulling barrel roll after barrel roll, and then all of a sudden it stops, and you start floating again, and she is cackling, laughing. <laughs> yes! This is fantastic! Ready to go again? I need a fortitude save. Is no! Flash played by Crush from Finding Nemo? <laughs> wait, 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 I do 
have, uh, oh, wait, who, who does play Flash? Uh, Benjamin Burt plays Flash. It's yeah. just you. <laughs> it is just me. Uh, uh, Flash, Flash is played by, no way! Flash is played by Natalie Dormer. Shut up! I have it written down right here. I totally forgot that I did this. I wrote Natalie Dormer from Penny Dreadful and Hunger Games. Mm. I mean, it doesn't sound like a Natalie Dormer role I would cast her in. She's trying to, like, you know... Expand her and her her roles. You know, think about her in Hunger Games with that like side shave and the top part going over. This is totally her. I was thinking it was like Melissa McCarthy, but yeah, I was I was picturing definitely more along the lines. How dare you all recast Natalie Dormer? She is a treasure. Picturing Dex Shepard. Couldn't agree more. She is a treasure. Okay, well, uh, I rolled a 14 and Scriff rolled a 15. I rolled a 15 too. High five! Okay, uh, you, you all, uh, you both uh, lose your lunch and you don't feel very well uh, because this is intense. We move on, it is now my turn uh, and they're going to continue their assault on their enemies uh, right now. Uh, Model 392 has just kind of walked away. Mog kind of walked away from the one that was jumping off the wall. So it's like, "Eh, that's... I was fighting you! Uh, And jumps off the wall again and misses poorly again. Um, Now the one that is fighting Model 392 and uh, also Mog takes a uh, guarded step back, jumping once again off the wall uh, to, to... really make an attack at model 392 this is going to get the trick attack off on you because it is 20 plus the cr of the creature meaning it just got a 23 and then also it is going to hit with a dirty 20 against kac uh my kac is 20 i gotcha there bunny i gotcha so it takes this gun, jumps off the wall, finds the one little spot in your armor where it could hit you. Ow. Does six points of piercing damage. Tis a flesh wound. Tis What's a flesh wound? Remember that goes through stamina first. If any of you would like to use patches, patches can heal both stamina and hit point damage. We move on. Oh no, there's one more, isn't there? There's one more. And it's only got eyes for Captain Captain Phoenix killed the love of all the Sirocco gang, Alex. Um, and now she must pay for it. That's a very bad net. Very. She'll pay for it next turn. She'll pay for it next turn. Model three nine two. It is your turn. What do you do? All of a sudden, I feel backed up by Mog. I feel camaraderie. Thank you, Mog. Thank you for backing me up. Let's kill this mother peeper. <laughs> um, and I'm going to kill this mother peeper. Uh, I'm going to. I want to. I want to assault hammer. Yeah. Person, I got my hammer out. Take it. Um, I'm going to. It is hammer time. That's way better. Uh, 19. That plus, is a hit. Plus two. Plus two! That is an even better hit. Yeah. Full damage. It mattered. It did matter. 
Agreed. <laughs> I'll give you a plus one on your damage roll because it was very helpful. Excellent. And then That's I'll minus one. The nicest thing you've ever done, Ben. <laughs> uh, let's see. A D6. Woo! Plus four. That's uh, 10 points of damage. And I want to use. Can I use some of my stim pack? Uh, you can't use stim pack on anything oh. but a d20 roll. Well, so that's poopy. Okay, so so that's 11 points total because oh. if you're letting me use plus one for Mog's backup. Yeah, absolutely. I, I am allowing that. Let me just type it in my little typing machine. Yeah, oh, and added the extra minus one. Good job, everybody. Uh, <laughs> just what? ruined Sam's life right there. <laughs> Uh, we move on. It is now Mog's turn. Mog, what would you like to do? Well, it went so well last time. <laughs> uh, right. You want to step up and get and help aid in attack. Is that what you would like to do? I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to move over to the one that my captain's fighting. Okay. And uh, Captain Phoenix is just backing away, uh, but there is one that is shooting at. Him. Yes. Okay. I'm going to move up to that one. And Ben, can I ask you a favor? Yeah. Can I you can I feign this guy with diplomacy instead of bluff? Yeah. What what are you trying to do here? <laughs> I want to move up to him. Okay. And say, "Here, I will give you my weapon." Okay. Uh yes. <laughs> Roll a diplomacy check. Nice. <laughs> By the way, the cadence has become the Bitbox Battle Boss and has given Mog an extra action. Ooh, sounds like some more diplomacy pains. <laughs> I got a 16, Ben. A 16. Now I get to rebuff that. Okay. I rolled a four on the die. Uh, so, yeah. Oh. Strange, but yes. All right, and so he goes to take your weapon. It's not a lie, so I give it to him. <laughs> All right, he now has a battle staff. Perfect. Hey. But he's feigned as well, so. Oh, I'm a little frozen. Oh, no, now I'm oh. not. Okay. I think it might have been me. He's feigned. Nice. Uh, yes, very feigned. Uh, Captain, Captain Phoenix, it is your turn. Uh, what would you like to do? I guess I'm gonna read this donation we just got. Oh boy, oh boy. What <laughs> From is Fractured it? Avatar. To be read by Captain Phoenix. Sorry, my love, you have to die. The only thing I hate more than bullies is influences. Cut to Abed and Nono sunsurfing. Him <laughs> an anesthetic dart to Bonnie because I refuse to reward influencers. <laughs> yeah! Why did I read it then? Why am I not rewarded? <laughs> Make Bonnie read it. Uh, <laughs> the right. one thing that I hate more than bullies <laughs> is influencers. Um, I'm going to pull out my uh, Needler <laughs> pistol and I'm going to take aim at the one that has been trying to hit me the most. Okay. He's really uh, after me. Ooh, that is a 19 total for a, a hit. That is a hit, roll damage. I'm sorry, that's actually a 21. That's uh, also a hit, roll damage. <laughs> when do they become critical hits? Uh, when you hit them with a natural 20. Ah. 
All right, and Sam, what is this feign thing that is happening? You don't know what feigning is? Yeah, it makes you flat-footed to the next attack, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was just trying to make sure. Uh, oh, I got, I, oh, I got it, I got it, I got it, I got it. Four points of damage. Four points of damage. Okay, you you shoot him. You shoot him good. You, sh- you shot him. And I do my little jig again, but I'm not going to be backing up. I'll, I'll move a little forward this time. Are you okay. also snapping? Um, would Nono like that? Yes. She's also snapping. Okay. But not with two hands. Just, Just with, with the one, one without the gun. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, we move on. It is now Nono and Abedzegak's turn. You are all, you are both just losing it because here, here is, you know, here's this little Yosoki that is taking the two of you on a ride. And you, I mean, both of you have been through some crazy circumstances before, but Flash is a adrenaline junkie. And she's like, hey, check it out. Look at the window right now. It is, it is not just, Natalie Dormer. I'm sorry, Ben. You're going to have to recast this it's one. It's Natalie Dormer. There's pure, like, <laughs> the sea of the sun, the plasma sea of the sun is overwhelming the scope of your vision. And she's like, guess what? <laughs> We're going closer! <laughs> and she just dive bombs in close, <laughs> as close to the sun as she possibly can get. You feel the bottom of your feet like start to heat up as the, as the metal in the plane heats up as well. <laughs> and she's just dive bombing, dive bombing, dive bombing, and then hits an updraft of, of air. And it's like when a roller coaster just goes plummets straight down and then shoots as high up as it possibly can go. That feeling that you just shunk, shunk, that sinking in your gut happens. And oh. all of a sudden, you are rising up high above the sun. Ah, this is kind of the boring part. What? We're just floating up here. Boring? I feel like my heart's gonna explode. <sighs> Ooh. Um, as Nono's like trying to gather the nuts and bolts that came out of uh, Scriff's mouth as he couldn't hold his lunch. Um, <laughs> Okay, Flash, while we got a second, can you tell us anything about the Brass Bazaar, Corona, any information, please? Yeah, I mean, I I do all sorts of stuff. What do you want to know? Everything. Who's in charge? Who do we need to look out for? Where can we get information that doesn't make us sick? Think of, like, City Hall pamphlet. Yes! Oh. You got pamphlets? No, I, I mean, I don't have any pamphlets, but I totally could give you... If you wanted information, we didn't have to go on a, on a sun skimmer ride. I could have just given you that. No, we wanted this. Yeah. <laughs> sure, you know what? Let's finish out the ride. Uh, good time. Uh, and then we'll, we'll give you some information. Are you okay. ready for some more fun? She does four flips and heads back towards Corona. Roll a fortitude save. Okay. There's nothing left in my body. <laughs> yeah, we didn't get uh, one meal last oh time. Okay, you that's get a- yeah, we didn't eat fun food. 
What's what up? is it, Jess? I rolled a 10. Okay, yeah, you lose it again. <laughs> a five for Nono and an eight for Scrip. Yeah, Scrip. There's just nuts and bolts flying everywhere. Uh, yeah, both both of you are losing it. Um, and and here, here's Flash just loving every moment of it. We move on. It is now my turn. Three shots headed your way. They're doing front flips uh, this time just to make them really special. This one, this one's going at the at Mog. Ooh! Finally! Mog, I might have hit you with this one. Oh, uh, you did, if it's a maybe. Yeah, no. Uh, I got the trick shot off, and then uh, is a 16 going to hit? Yep. Woo! <laughs> So bullets pierce into the oozy flesh of Mog, dealing nine points of damage. Then a shot comes ringing out for Captain Phoenix. All right, that's also a miss. Captain Phoenix is doing this jig, this dance, and it's just, it's overwhelming the uh, stimul stimulatory senses and eyes, and they can't focus on anything, especially when they're twirling around. Uh, but the one that is closest to model 392 takes a guarded step back and then attacks. Also, very sad. Very, very sad. Uh, for my Sirocco gang. We move on. It is now model 392's turn. What do you do, Bob? Um, taking the, uh, the snapping and, and dance steps off of my captain, I'm like, yes, that is a great beat. I feel like dropping that bass. Um, but I don't drop anything because that would be dumb. Uh, but I'm going to look at the, the, the person that I'm in front of and be like, I'm going to hit you with my stam uh, my hammer. I hope I didn't stammer. And I'm just going to like, start like doing like a weird, like, <laughs> I don't know. I'm taking, I'm taking it off the captain. I feel like this is the musical episode and yeah, I'm just going to, I'm just going to whack-a-mole him. Um, Perfect. yeah. Kablam. Yeah. Go for it. Roll an attack. Do you want to use any of your stim packs? I will. I shall make a little hole as I do a whack-a-mole. <laughs> uh, let's see. That is a uh, uh, 11. Okay. So, oh, it's a melee attack. Hold on. 11, 12, yes. 15. All right. So 15. And then I'll I'll add a, some stim attack, some stim packs. How many would you like to Six, use? Three to make it an 18. Because I think sure. that's a good So hit. those stim packs just sink into the back of your neck and just give you a little extra juice making this hit. And you do oh, yeah. hit. Roll damage. I will. Um, huh. I should have thought of this when I was trying to find my trending lines. Uh, for eight. Eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. You can see that this, this, this no good doer is very bad off. They, he's, they're not feeling. Uh, hey, Mog, come and kill this one. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Mog, it is your turn. What would you like to do? <laughs> I'm trying to give him a I'm trying to give an easy one. That's not the one that I just feigned, right? No, it no. is not. <laughs> do I listen to Model 392? Uh, that is or do I do decision. what I was about to do? You have full control of your character, so you can decide what to do. I don't, because Mog is a follower by nature. Sure. So I'm gonna take a guarded step back, okay. removing my pistol. And take a shot at the one that Model 392 asked me to attack. Love it. Roll your attack. Better make it good. Roll Just leaving that one with my battle staff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I rolled a nat 20. Ah! <laughs> the thing I needed to hit. 
<laughs> All right, roll damage while I pull a card for you. Woo! Yeah. Oh, boy, what kind and of- And then I'll, I'll just still be going like, you sure are looking cute when you pull that gun and shoot. Go hey. Mog, go Mog. <laughs> What's your- uh, Yes. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of damage is it? Energy, kinetic, what are you- Energy. Okay. All right, uh, so this is actually called light em up. Your allies gain a plus one circumstance bonus to attack rolls against this target for one round. If That's what survives. I was trying to do is give them bonuses. It's perfect. But if it survives, roll your damage. Oh, it's going to. <laughs> so I roll a one on my D4. Okay. And then it says that when I crit, I burn one D4. So I rolled again and got a three. Uh, do I also double the so initial double the damage? You double the initial damage okay. of two, and then incinerate this Sirocco gangster uh, as the rest of their body burns uh, in a fiery goop of flesh. They have died. Congratulations. There are still two remaining. Captain Phoenix, what would you like to do? A game with my pistol at the one that's in front of me who keeps trying to hit me. Yeah, rude, right? Rude. Um, oh, I'm not sure I'm gonna hit this time. That's gonna be a 14. 14. Oh. That was the weak game member. <laughs> Ooh. Well, only two points of damage though. Two points of damage. All right. We move on. It is now Nono and Abedzagak. Uh, you finally, you're, you finally just drift lazily down, and you see that a, a little slot opens up in the uh, in the bubble, and you just kind of drift down back towards the Three Pilots Club, and finally you land. Right now, I need both of you to roll me a will save. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna add my stim to this. Okay. I think I got it from Cade, so thank you. Uh, that will be a total of 17. Nice. I got a dirty 20. Both of you feel like this experience, whatever that grifter did to you, this experience has been more than more more overwhelming than what you were dealing. With. And maybe it's your endorphins that have picked up, or maybe it's just that it was a lot of fun, even though it was gross, but you you feel better. You feel like you're not gonna take a minus two to entry. As you kind of shake off this feeling of self Sometimes when you gotta vom, you just vom, and then you move on. <laughs> See? See, Bonnie, why wasn't that your catchphrase? Well, you know, look, uh, you put me on the spot. If I had more, if I had time, I would have come up with something way more clever. <laughs> I liked her catchphrase. I liked I it too. You. We move on, though. You've landed safely. Uh, you do feel pretty, pretty gross, but you've landed safely. It's now my turn. <laughs> okay. These uh, these two remaining Sirocco gang members, they look around, and one of them is holding onto a stick and is very confused. And they both... He drops the stick, uh, and they both just climb onto their motorcycles and start them. Uh, their inner cycles, sorry. They haven't left yet, 
but they have started up their inner cycles. You said he three nine two. It is. You said he dropped it. He dropped your stick. Okay. How rude. Nice. (laughs) That staff does not belong to you. Um. Uh, they're going to try to escape. That's not cool. I'm going to pull out my pistol, or should I just throw my hammer? That's what I think. That's way more fun. A pistol is overrated. I shall throw my hammer. I love it. So you take out your hammer. You've already got it out, and you just chuck it at this guy. I will uh, try and embed this in your skull. Ha <laughs> ha. Roll your attack roll. Ooh. Uh, 23. Woo-hoo. Yeah, that's a hit. Michael Jordan is definitely a hit. Roll damage. <laughs> uh, ooh. Uh, nine. Nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. Uh-huh. And you just lock this this Suli in the back of the head and she tumbles forward. I am sorry. That's all. <laughs> Mog, it is your turn. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm going to go and pick up my battle staff. It's not just a stick. Uh, And I will look to them and say, I would appreciate you not to bother us again. Yeah, it's this one Sirocco. Take aim at this final one and try to hit him with my pistol. Yeah, shoot away. Oh my god, that was a nat 20. I kid you not. I thought I cursed that die. Uh, you <laughs> cursed it for the better. Holy moly. Um, All right. 22. What kind of damage? What kind of damage is it? Uh, kinetic or energy? I really don't know, actually. What kind, What weapon is it? A needler pistol. Tactical. Uh, that does kinetic damage. Okay. Uh, so... Uh, actually, it, I believe it does energy damage. Give me just one second. Uh, why don't you roll out damage and tell me... Yeah, it me... says analog slash injection, but I think those are what I can... Yeah, so analog, so it's definitely a kinetic weapon. Okay. Uh, so it just pierces into their body. And with that, you have a perfect shot. It says you regain one resolve point. If you haven't spent any, that's your fault. I have not. Ah! You Darn it. There's no reroll there, Ben? All no. right. Um, no. Well, that's going to be a total of six points. Wait. Or eight points of damage. Eight points of damage as this needle sinks into the skin of this Suli. Um, and now we move on. We move on to their turn. Uh, I'm going to skip over a Bedzagak and No-No for the moment. And this one Sirocco gang member takes his energy cycle shoots out of that alleyway leaving behind some good stuff and also three intersections ooh how convenient there are three of us congratulations you have done that you have finished off your combat and defeated the Sirocco gang that has attacked you First thing I would do is check out what uh, this Alex has on her person. Yeah, she doesn't have 
much, but I can tell you that there are a few things that she is carrying on her. Uh, all of them have tactical semi-auto pistols. They've all got survival knives. Uh, they have flight suit station wear and uh, some small rounds, and they, they've got some credits. I will drop that in your inventory sheet in a little bit. For right now, we will move over, though, to Nono and Abedzikak who have finally gotten off this sun skimmer and are are there with Flash. <laughs> First off, Jamie has a comment. Excuse you, they got inner cycles and all we got was sick to our stomach and rid of a curse? <laughs> Excuse me, you went on an incredible ride around the sun. Has my gift to Nib from a completely different character and Gabe meant nothing to you? <laughs> no. No. I mean, Officer Mims. It wasn't Nib. It was Officer Mims. <laughs> Officer Mims got a motorcycle. Yeah, he got a phantom cycle, which is even better. Okay? I know. So. That's true. Fine. I get it. We got to ride around the sun. I'm just jealous of the cycles. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure I'll run mine into a wall and decide that I can't drive it and give it to you. <laughs> Also that. Oh, also that. No. I believe in you. Fair. You can do fair. it. Okay. Um, about those pamphlets. Yeah. Tell uh, us. Yeah, Who is your leader? Yeah, well, I mean, Luthix, right? Like, she she kind of, like, keeps... There's no, like, real government around here, you know? So it's like, she kind of she kind of keeps everybody under control. But I'm, we kind of... Kind of just men for ourselves. There's a lot of gangs out here, super not cool people, but there's also some sick racing, like really sick racing. Oh no, you like racing? I do like racing. You like racing? I could, we could enter in as a as a combo duo, and then we could ri- race some enter cycles around all of Corona. Some money in that. A little bit of danger, but that's also I mean, like lots of prize money, you know. Um, it sounds really fun. And Nona will look up at a Benzagak. But I'm helping someone else right now. I'm so very sorry. Ah, oh, yeah, totally. No, cool. Yeah. Um, so, but going back to these gangs, what gangs are here? There's, there's so many. It's like you know, there's the Sirocco gang. There's, um, there's <laughs> Ultuous Trio. Um, there, you know, there's the, the Wet Bandits. <laughs> There's the sticky bandits too. They kind of no. War with each other. Bloodshot thugs. There's, there's the bloodshot thugs. The sticky bandits. Imp in my head just gave you a great one, Ben. What? There's Team Rocket. There's yeah. Team Rocket. Team Rocket. I'm assuming they're well known at the races. Yeah, no, they're like, every time they're like, hi, we're Team Rocket, and it's a brother-sister duo. All this crazy stuff. Lasting off at the speed of light? No. What do you want to know, though? Like, I could, I, I'm 
been here quite a long time, so I could probably tell you stuff. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, do you, you happen to know about cryogenics? Oh, you mean the refrigeration store? Uh, sure, that. Yeah, yeah it's a refrigeration store. <laughs> is that all it is? Sure, yeah. Do you need to get a fridge? Yes! And who might I run into uh, that would own this store that I could talk to about some business? I don't know. Do you want to, like, check on the Infosphere? And, you know, we have... Duh! A Benzigak! We could have just looked all this up. Yeah, I mean, Cryogenics is a shop. You you probably could have just, like, looked it up on the Infosphere as... I could give you exact directions, but all I'm going to do with those directions is go get on the Infosphere and get the directions and then give them to you. Um, I'm, excuse me, I'm typing on my, on my comm unit. Oh, I'm looking up cryogenics now. Uh, you can, you can know exactly where cryogenics is because it is a very well-known refrigeration, uh, site. Uh, that is established within <laughs> Corona. It is a public shop that you can go to, and just by searching on the Infosphere, can know exactly where to go. They had one job. You all had <laughs> one we job. Did it. Go to Genics. You didn't even look on the internet. About the journey, <laughs> not the destination. <laughs> I thought cryogenics was that thing where you like stand in like a freezing pod and milk all your fat. Can we talk about one more thing? One more thing. Yes. This is like New York City, right? Like this place is hustling and bustling with all sorts of movement. There's all shops open, like craziness. Captain Phoenix, Mog, and Model 392 were were all three like, all right, let's leave the restaurant and we're just gonna go find them. Nobody made a phone call. Nobody likes trying to figure. You could be on opposite ends of the brand bazaar right now. We just stepped outside, but I have a question, Ben. <laughs> Is are are the uh, gang members wearing any sigil to show their gang? Uh, sure, it's a big nasty looking S. Where? Like, what is it? On their shoulders. Oh, it's just a tattoo. Yeah. So there's nothing physical. Tattoo like like a like a like a handkerchief or like a sigil on a something. It's okay, Captain. I am picking up what you're putting down, and then I'm going to change my arm armor to make it look like it's skin with a giant S on the side. No, no, Model oh. 392, no. Um, are you able to record something? Ben, am I able to record something? <laughs> You've got... It's almost like having perfect memory. Yes, but we all know how that goes great with my memory. Like, <laughs> my yeah. Do our like data pads, do, do we have a function to record? Do you have a video recorder? I mean, technically isn't uh, the, the Vesk and Space drone right the show there? kind of is a video recorder, sure. But is it with us or with you guys? Well, I did say part of it broke away and has been filming you as well. That's right. We're on the TV show. I'm going to turn and be like, hello, viewers. Please remember this giant S on these gang members. Is that how it works? In 300 um, years, iPads will remove the camera on them. (laughs) Yeah, right. So I I would like, because we just stepped right outside the restaurant, right? No, you had been traveling for a bit. Oh. Oh. Uh. (laughs) 
wanted to go back and talk to Luthix. <laughs> we'll just travel for a while back. You can travel for a while back to Luthix if that's what you would like to do. Uh, first, I'm going to call Nono on the comm. It's busy because I'm currently trying to call you as well. I'm calling <laughs> Abedzagak on my comm. Busy because Abedzagak's trying to call you as well. And then Nono and Abedzagak don't realize that they're both trying to call you. I call Mog. Hello, Mog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. It seems like all of the comms are busy, but ours are working. Mmm. Oh, great deduction. We would not have known if they were working properly if you had not called. Yes, that was my thought process. Captain, also, our comms are working. I also checked the comms and see that Sarah BC1 is calling, donating $125 for a light up the table. Whoa. What? What does that mean? Yeah. We get to add light them up. Yep. Everyone turn on an extra light in their room. Oh, a, oh a really? Little, uh, a, no, no, you're fine. A little. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I was like, okay. A little drone flies out of a black hole that is created above you and lands upon your weapon. On command, you can call it and it will juice up your weapon, giving you an extra D6 worth of damage. But yes, Nono and Fe Captain Phoenix, you eventually get through to each other. Uh, I would just like to point out, I think it's interesting that in the future, in outer space, we don't have call waiting. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> nope, just it doesn't dial anymore. <sighs> I made myself orange. So orange. <laughs> I'll go turn mine on. Oh my god. Hey, Cap! What's yes. up? I've been trying to call you, like, forever. <laughs> I, I have been trying to reach you as well. Did you get the information? Um, the information. Right, about cryogenics? Yes. Uh, I looked it up on the infosphere, you betcha. <laughs> Great. We, um, had an interesting conversation with a Luthix. Um. Oh, you, you mean the person that runs this whole place? Yes. Well, it's starting to make sense. Uh, until we ran into a gang in an alleyway, but don't worry, we took care of that. Oh, good. Uh, we space roller coaster ride, and uh, kind of went in the sun. So we all had great days. Where would you like to meet up? Perhaps we can meet up at the Brass Bazaar. Brass Bazaar is big. Perhaps we can meet up at the... Hold on, reading, 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 reading. Uh, Grandmaster's Kitchen? Yeah, Grandmaster's Kitchen. Grandmaster's Kitchen. You know, uh, I I'm kind of hungry. Mm -hmm. so that sounds great. Great, we'll see you there. Uh, and I'm going to hop on that bike. Do I have to make a check to know how to ride it? Uh, no, you, you're fine. You're just going casually through. Uh, you're riding an energy cycle. I specifically want Alexa's bike. Okay, get Alexa's bike. And, uh, and it's at this point that Flash turns to a Bedzagak and Nono and says, Hey, do you need like some way to get around? The lawn. Because I've got this trike that I don't ride anymore, but it's an Edder trike. And it's got a little sidecar and I don't have no need for a sidecar anymore. So Hold on. 
a trike that's yeah. you for your size i well i mean it's it's for big size that's why i had such a problem with it it's uh, not really meant for me and so if you <laughs> want it you can just have it I, you just, can pair an exposure <laughs> wait hold on I am very large. I want to see if I fit on it. Uh, you do, but it's a little comical. <laughs> yeah. yes. Ugh. I sigh and I say, might as well lean in. Get in. No, no, we're going shopping. <laughs> and all of you ride your inner cycles back to the Grandmaster's kitchen. Can we, can we fast forward real quick? Through the food that Luthix made, uh, Nono and Abed. Yeah, it's delicious. Ugh. Very, I, very scrumptious. I wanted to know. Everybody got such. Fine, it's fine, it's fine. Okay, okay Cap. So, no, no, no. I got it. I got it. So, uh, <clears throat> so, uh, Abedzagak actually gets some finely made gazelle lion, uh, which <laughs> is a. It's a very specific type of animal that. Like is from Earth. <laughs> on Vesk Prime. Uh, okay. It is a it is a creature that has the body of a gazelle and then has that long neck of a giraffe. Because I when I said gazelle lion, I thought giraffe. Um, <laughs> and then also has a lion's head so that it can like. Too heavy for its neck. It is too heavy for its neck. However, the creature does have reach and is very dangerous. It is a delicious meat, though. Very tender. Uh, it's like bison. And I don't want to eat it. It has, <laughs> has like an extra thing, though, to make it the fusion. Uh, there's these uh, little, like, pop, uh, pop rocks on top of it that, uh, that sparkle in your mouth. It's delicious. Is no, it? Uh, holy and dynamite animal. <laughs> I just imagine his little sketch on the line paper of this giraffe with a lion head that just it's droops weird down. Because I always, I always have the joke that gazelle is my safe word, and now I don't feel safe saying this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because now I just feel dirty. Okay. Uh, and then for no no, uh, it's a whole plate of bubblegum. Um, yeah, just. A bubblegum and all sorts of different flavors, uh, but it is roasted up like a mallow. They've expanded in size and also are <laughs> toasted. It's quite delicious. He is a fabulous chef. I said, no, no, you know if you swallow that, you won't digest it for seven years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, start the timer. Boop, 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 boop. I'm gonna... There you are, are at the Grandmaster's Kitchen. I am going to go to a Bedsagak and No-No. I, I assume they're like at the table, like just like scarfing their food and- They're hungry. Um, yeah. So I'm going to kind of walk over and be like, as soon as you're finished, I'd like you to meet Luthix. Perhaps we all have some questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just see the two of them just like take the plate, put it up in their mouth, and just like oh, the rest of it in. Uh, and then you all. Move this is up. probably the only time you'll see Phoenix being patient because she's in a bar, so she's quite quite patient, waiting for you guys to finish your food. Um, and as soon as you do, uh, uh, Phoenix will walk over, probably grab Mog, you know, make sure Mog's with with her, and um, 
and call for Luthix. Yeah. Uh, and Luthix steps out from behind. Yes, how can I help you? Well, I think Being my normal. friends have something to say about your recent foods. Yes, no, no. Was, was it to your liking? Uh, it was delicious. I was confused about it. Like, I wasn't sure if I was eating gazelle or giraffe. <laughs> but I went with it. Oh, uh, are you are you saying you've never had the, uh, the delectable meat from your home planetary system? Yeah, I usually try to avoid meat eating. <laughs> oh, well, I, I can make you something else if you... No, if you no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. I... I mean, you're a star, so I, I can make you anything that you would like. Mm-mm. This was fine. We'll yes. <laughs> and then you can pay her in exposure. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not getting that up. I'm so mad about that. <laughs> you know, when you gotta get use the benefit for your buddies, you do what you gotta do. <laughs> Luthix, um, I'd like to show you something. I'm not sure if you've seen the most recent episode of Vesks in Space, but we came across some of the Sirocco gang. I'm sure you're familiar with that. Mm. Yes, the Sirocco gang. I know who they are. Perhaps you did not watch it, but have already heard from sources, no? Ah. Yes, I have. No, Mm. um, actually, I... I, uh, it's more of a big picture thing what happens around here. You have to understand there's not really a classic government that is set up for all of Corona. Hey, but just you. In terms of what happens at the Brass Bazaar, if anything happens, I surely will find out about it and those who are um, I make my decisions accordingly. I will summarize. The gang now has 3 less members. Mm. Technically four. Um, we were approached. We were approached in the alley. They were trying to steal our money, and we've ended them. I did not want to, but they gave us no choice. Mm. I thought I would let you know, since it seems that you're the one who runs this town, and I feel like if anyone should know about what is happening here, it should be you. That's why you were my first stop. Can you explain to me what they were planning on doing at the beginning of your meeting with them? Was it an uh, immediate sort of attack, or was it something more planned out, subtle? Well, seemed like they were just trying to rob us. In fact, I, I tried quite feverishly, you may ask my uh, crew here, but we did try to took them from from whatever they were going to do, but basically they threatened our lives and wanted our credits. And when I refused, they attacked. Well, I have multiple ways of getting information. As for right now, I have heard your side of the story. I'm sure if anything is different, that will come to light as well. As for right now, I see, uh, I see that you are fine you are in good shape, and that perhaps you have more, uh, 
Well, goods within your possession. Don't remember you leaving here with cycles, but now it seems you have them. If I may, I would like it to be clear that I was the one who attacked first, but not without fair warning, for I had told them that their polite asking of us to come with them was hostile. Fair. I will look into what the Sirocco gang is doing and make sure that everything is on the up and up. Um, two questions. One, I'm the DL. Are there downside kings here? No, uh, it doesn't seem like the downside kings have left anywhere other than Absalom Station. Thank goodness. Two, uh, do you have any information on cryogenics? Hmm, cryogenics. Yes, it was a, um... It seems to be a reputable business, however, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily always come across that way. Some shady business deals have happened there. However, since it is outside of the Brass Bazaar, it is not of my purview to maintain. So Who's... you wouldn't know... Sorry, go ahead, Mog. Whose purview is it? Hmm. I suppose it would be the owners. Do you know who owns it? Let me, uh... Uh, and she starts blipping on the infosphere. Uh, I looked on the infosphere and you didn't tell me! <laughs> ah, worry not, no, no. She never forgets a face. Um, and she will 100% give us information. Right, GM? Yes. Yes, yes she will. Uh, it seems that it is owned by... Uh, it's owned by a business called Meltdown Scrappers, who purchased it last year. Hmm. Do you have an opinion about us seeking out more information and perhaps involving our business with theirs? Huh? I feel like I've looked almost to the heart of who you all are. And with sound judgment, I can say that you are doing things for the well of all of Corona. Mm. With that said, don't stir up any trouble within the Brass Bazaar. We won't have any problems, yes? Have my word. <laughs> I'll grab the crew and start heading us out toward... Uh, I'll, I'll basically have Nono lead us um, toward where we need to go. Sure, this uh, this now new biker gang of uh, the crew of the Scourge takes off on their their. But I will even let Nono ride the bike with me. Well, that depends. Does she want to do that, or is she in the sidecar? Oh, I, you didn't say there were sidecars. She has only on, the mine. only on the trike has a sidecar. Oh, okay. I will go in the sidecar. <laughs> <laughs> I have that sort of sidecar personality. <laughs> <laughs> I 
just can imagine you being like, <laughs> like into it. I'm only four foot two, even though I'm a medium creature. <laughs> four foot two. Because the slouch. Aww. Uh, I think Nono's gonna be in the sidecar for this first ride. If you can only imagine the giant vesk of a Benzagak driving a little bitty Nono with her braid like flapping in the wind with like a giant hollow map leading everyone, trying to scream through the air behind her, like, take a left up here at the next street corner! <laughs> so As we're just, like, following run. this behind. <laughs> yeah. So you're, you're all riding these motorbikes, uh, these intercycles, out uh, towards cryogenics. You start to get outside of the Brass Bazaar. Everybody roll a perception check. Mm. Oh, nat 20. Oh. 11. 17. 19. 18. Bed's a gack? Not 20. Yeah, but I need to know. 21. 21. <laughs> All of you start to just riding along in a tight formation. Nono's screaming out, uh, out things that uh, you can directions about where you're going to go when all of a sudden a Bedzigak uh, that you just have this kind of sense about you that that something is about to happen and there's a crackle in the sky and all of a sudden a huge solar plume lands right on top of you. All of you need to roll reflex saves. Oh, oh my gosh. <sighs> this is my first reflex save. What do I roll? What do I do? How- ben. Is it your dex? Yeah, uh, you add I'm your... How many nat 20s do we just... <laughs> you should have a reflex oh. modifier. <laughs> Different reactions. I got a nat 20. I'm trying to... I mean, I got a nat one, my modifiers. It should be on your front page. It should say, uh, uh, Fortitude Reflex Will. Ah, there it is. I found it. Sixteen. Sixteen. That's a pass for Model 392. That's a Ooh. fail for a Bedzagat, Captain Phoenix. Seventeen. Seventeen, that's a pass. I had a nat, nat 20, 21 total. Pass, no, no. Uh, 12 for no, no, 21 for Scriff. Fail, pass. Oh. Um, you all take a total of 12 points of damage as this thing just comes crashing down on you. For those of you that pass, you get half damage. And now I need a fortitude save. But if we have resistance, oh, right? Oh, no. If you have resistance against fire, you can uh, knock off whatever that resistance is. Ooh, well, my uh, my thermal regulator should. Uh... That will not help you in this specific scenario. Uh, does everybody need to roll the fortitude, or is it yeah, only everybody those? needs to roll okay. a fortitude oh, save? What if we drank that sweet drink? What do you we mean? We haven't yet. Yeah, oh, we yet. didn't. Oh. oh yeah. Speaking of which, I have them, but I haven't given them out yet. Speaking of which, how is everybody doing on their environmental protection? It's obviously been another hour. So uh, we will eventually have to roll another check for that as well. Um, But first, let's roll this check for radiation sickness. Oh, gosh. Oh, I got a nine. Oh, that's a fail. That's also a fail. 16. 
That's a pass. We also got a 16. That's a pass. I got a 25. That's also a pass, but your energy cycles, you're in this little dome of radiation. Your energy cycles are, they've crashed. They have no more power left to them. You can like pull them out of where they are, but every moment that you spend in here is another second where you are susceptible to radiation sickness. So uh, just in the next six seconds, tell me, are you getting your bike and getting out or, uh, or are you gonna stay in, try and fix your bike? Or are you just going to leave the bike entirely i leave the bike entirely og leaves the bike entirely what does it take to fix them right uh, definitely takes a check i mean i want to fix my bike well i mean do you want to take it out of this uh, this emanating radiation or do you want to just <gasps> leave it in the middle there and fix it there i have an idea Yes, what is your idea? Can I use my arm extensions to get, bring my arms through the radiation and pull the bikes out? Be like, here, let me assist you. Yeah, that would be great. So you walk outside of the radiation and then just start pulling the bikes I'm just gonna start, out. Because I, I have a 10 foot range of my arms. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll run out. But okay. I'll make sure that my crew's out first. All right. So you, you do that. Um, it seems like Captain Phoenix is kind of taking her time a little bit, waiting for the crew to get out. I heard Mog get out quickly. I heard Model 392 get out quickly. No, no, you're getting out quickly? Yeah, as long okay. as Abedzagak comes, I'm getting out quickly. And Abedzagak, getting out quickly. All right, so everybody just kind of scurries out of there real quickly. You. With radiation, it can get really nasty really fast. If you wait too long and you're in this area, it can get very, very severe. But you see that this is like a, you can kind of tell this happens a lot. It's just a low level of radiation. Without too much uh, time, you're kind of blocking up traffic, but you're able to like scrape these inner cycles out from the interior of the uh, of the radiation. Uh, I feel they fine. <laughs> They all need engineering checks to get them to start running again. Otherwise, they broke. How many? Oh, I need four Five. since there are can four I, checks. Can I assist four. on all these? Yes, you can. Can I use my med AI? Yes, oh. you can use a med oh, AI. I should do that. I can't oh, assist you. Oh, me too. I have Patches, a Patches hops out. Uh, yeah, everybody at least has two med AIs. Some of you have three med AIs. Yeah, I'm going to use all mine. Uh, Patches hops out, starts, yes, here you are, uh, crew of the Scourge. I am a jack, and heals you up. Remember, each one of those is for half your level rounded up. So either hit points or stamina points, you get two right now. What do we got there, Nono, for repairing these bikes? Uh, 22, 12, 27, and dirty 20. So uh, Nono starts rapidly just getting to work. It takes about four minutes. One of the bikes isn't working very well. Why don't you roll another one? Uh, that is a 28. 28, yeah. So after about five minutes, Nono's got these things up and running again. But you do have to spend that time on the sides of the streets of Corona just waiting for these inner cycles to get up and running again. Uh, and then after a while, you are, you're going. You're good is to go. Is there a way we can detect it coming beforehand? Ooh, uh, maybe if you would have rolled a better perception check uh, or if you had 
uh, some radiation detection. You could maybe pick up some things. You can, you've seen this happen before when you first walked in and somehow the people of Corona have gotten so used to it, they're able to pick up on it a lot easier over time. So they are able to just like find a way. Um, but yeah, you, you weren't able to pick up on this one. Now that you're all out here, though, and you don't, and you're you're in this hot, hot heat, why doesn't everybody roll me that good old-fashioned fortitude save for environment, except for Model 392 and Captain Phoenix? I was going to say, as soon as we stopped, I was going to dole out the um, sunbeams. Ooh, yes. To the three of them, because I bought three. Um, so for Nono, Abedzigak, and Mog. So with this, for one hour after you drink the Sunbeam Ice, you treat hot environments as if they were one step lower. Sounds good. Uh, fortitude? Uh, no, now that you're, you know, now that you take this, uh, this potion, you, it seems like you don't actually need it. It seems like it's, it's pretty, still pretty hot, but, um... This drink, this sunbeam juice that that uh, Luthix has created, has uh, staved off whatever need you have right now. <sighs> My insides are not so bubbly. Mm. That reminds me. Thank you, Captain. Feel a little busy with the bikes. <clears throat> uh, and Nona goes digging in like the side bags on Scriff and pulls out uh, five batteries that we've been carrying around. Mm. Uh, you guys should probably put these on your armor, uh, and then, uh, it'll protect you from the heat. Oh, yeah, because you can turn on environmental protections on your armor and not have that, but it only lasts for a certain number of hours, and it also takes up charges from a battery. I believe I am fine. Someone can use my battery if they feel the need for it. That is very generous. Thank you. All right. Uh, gelatin in my skin was not working well. <laughs> then you can take my battery, Mog. I have a thermal regulator. I am fine. I feel great. Mog, you can take mine as well. Um, ah. Hang on to it in case Nono or Obedzigak need it. Yes, Captain. You all climb back up onto the bikes and drive your way over to cryogenics. Bikes don't have wheels. They just have energy that circulates underneath them. It's really cool. But you arrive at cryogenics. A pale blue-gray paint peels down the sides of this curving warehouse like streaks of ashy sweat. Large windows provide a view of a dated office interior a story high while large loading docks open into a much larger two-story facility in back. A smiling snowflake on the sun-bleached sign out front proclaims cryogenics. Keep your cool. This one, we will be pulling you over into roll 20 so uh, if you want to get over there you possibly can how ironic since the owner's name is a meltdown get it because that is associated with heat yet this is a place that is cold is that ironic is that a is that a example of irony isn't it ironic 
Don't you think? Yes, I do. Is it though? I don't think it's. I don't think that's an example. All right. So where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Perception check at the front door. Yeah. Which door are you going to? Uh, the only door I can see right now is one directly ahead of us. There are two doors that you can see. Uh, there's one that leads to the main office uh, that is a little bit to your west. Mm. Um, while these doors that are directly north of you, they are uh, double doors, but there are no windows around them. All right, so at the double doors, and I rolled a 16. Okay, what are you looking for? Uh, I'm looking specifically for anything out of the ordinary or hostility, and also if they're unlocked. Uh, they are locked. You know that there is a keypad um, that is next and a card reader. Um, roll a wisdom check. You said there's a front door, yes? There is a front door, yes. Ooh, it's only a nine. Yeah, you're, you're, you aren't picking up anything from this door. I'm not sure if we should be going in this door, but perhaps we go in through the front. Um, should we split up and two or three of us go to the front and if something were to go wrong, the others would have an advantage. Up Yeah, I'm down. Everyone, everyone's afraid to split the party. We're all like, oh, sure, go to I know. It's not that far. <laughs> yes, um, and I guess. <laughs> Mr. Ben Birch, I would like to roll to see if this building, do I recognize it in any way? I'd like to use my culture yeah. check. Which is, uh, I rolled a 12, but I do reduce the difficulty by five. When I roll for that kind of thing. Just, it, it, rem it reminds you of hanging out. Like, like going almost to a restaurant or a, a pub. It's weird. It's you have that odd feeling. I will say to you also, there is a door all the way into the back of the building in the north. What do you and do? I, and I remember that. No, I mean you can you can visually oh. see it. All oh, of you okay. can. Uh, Captain, I agree with you. I feel quite at ease here. This place gives me a feeling of familiarity and ease. <laughs> Mog, are you able to do that thing where you can communicate with everyone through their heads? Mm, yes. Well, if everyone consents to it, uh, perhaps you can do that and you and I shall go through the front door and if trouble were to arise, we could communicate. Are you saying that you and I should be together? Yes. Um. <laughs> might I suggest that perhaps Model 392 and Bedsagak be in separate parties as they are seemingly more able to withstand combat up close? Well, I was hoping for some diplomacy, not combat, but... Mm. In which case... You and I should be separate. Or I think our speaking ability would be useful. 
Seems like Mog is quite brave this morning. Um, Model 392, would you yes, like to Captain. go with me? Come with you. Yes. I would be delighted. You can Great. use me as a human shield, but well, I am not human. You've been here before, so perhaps there's some some good in that. Um, Mog, um, Model 392, do you, would you... Would you accept being able to communicate with Mog? Yes, I accept this, Captain. However, I do have to correct you. I do not remember being here. I just feel a sense of ease. But that does not mean that I have a memory. <laughs> Although that could mean that I do have a memory. But I do not recall the memory. Just the feeling of the, what the memory has given me. Oh, you have emotional memory. I have emotional <laughs> memories, Captain. Mog, oh, I would like to remind you that this was your plan. Uh... <laughs> Actually, I think it was Captain Phoenix's. I mean, uh, the, the party makeups were mine, I guess. <laughs> uh, and I'll take Model Three Nine Two with hopefully. What is it called? My, is it Mind Thrust? No, it's Telepathic Message. I can telepathic actually message. do it to three. Please don't thrust my mind. <laughs> okay, I don't want you in Phoenix's mind. So okay. <laughs> I give you consent to not mind thrust. What was it? The to telepathically connect with me, Mog. Ah, and, and Captain, if you feel uncomfortable with my speaking of, uh, I'm trying to think of a word that I'm trying to think of, like my plethora of words. I can I cannot talk as much and go into mime time. Oh no, please. Mime time. As I mentioned before, we shall lead with our words first. Not our fists or guns. Oh, yes. I was not going to start combat. I was just going to not talk as much. <laughs> All of the talking that she would speak would be into my mind. Great. Let's go. Abedzagak, no, no. Mog, stay close, but be on your guard. So close, but not too close. Uh, does anybody want to roll a wisdom check? Yar. <laughs> Sure, why not? Sure. Yes, God, I will. 14. <laughs> Nat 20. Uh. Plus three is 23. Hey. Mog, you all have a key card that says cryogenics on it. <gasps> <laughs> we're all a bunch of idiots. And then we cut to this musical number where we're all so dumb. Still gonna I split still up. kick the door down. <laughs> still gonna split up. I yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I just wanted to remind you that you all have a, uh, a key card that says cryogenics on it. Ugh. Oh, oh well, I just remembered because I'm such a smart captain. Uh, we have a key card. We no, 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 no. Don't you try and steal this. Don't you try and steal this. Mog figured it out. <laughs> Mog. Oh, I'm just remembering <laughs> something. Yes, Captain, don't we have a some type of card? You you remember though? Oh yes, I was just waiting for one of you to realize the obvious answer. <laughs> time. You got it off of you know the Akeshti's bodies and uh, it's been a while. Uh, I don't remember what I had for breakfast. Since the break-in, it's been like two weeks less. It's two weeks right is two months. In I this don't time. remember what I had for breakfast. Y'all, y'all. It's all right, Captain. I also have a horrible <laughs> memory, and you've also had a lot of whiskey. <laughs> 
Also, Ben puts us through a lot. It's hard to keep track. Yeah, Spartan Undead just said, I have no idea what's going on. Exactly. So, Neither shame. do the players. Neither do the players. Y'all okay. got a key I'm card for this building. Ben, I take the key card and I swipe it. Where do you swipe it? The door to the north. This one, the, the double doors to the, the north. The double doors that I did the perception check on that you mentioned that there was a freaking thing there for a key yeah. card. Well, was, I'm going back to the restaurant. I'm going back to the restaurant. <laughs> I go with Mog. Screw this. You swipe the key card and it, it blinks red. It didn't work. Oh my God. Dude, I know you're kidding and I hate you. I'm not kidding. It blinks no, red. No, Why no. did you remind us? Why I did you remind us? the other like five key cards out. I've got one empty hand to slap you if this doesn't work. And she scans every single one of them. They all don't work. Why did you ben. remind us? Listen, okay. everyone okay. listen, listen. We have a key card. We all have one. We no, 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 you don't all have one. You said five. What you said? You we all have, have a key card to the Deep Cultures Institute. Oh, my God. You found one key card that one. said cryogenics on it. No, no, just scanned a whole bunch of Deep Culture Institute <laughs> key cards onto this cryogenic keypad, which clearly wouldn't work. So don't tell me that you're coming at me with a key card thing. Okay, everyone listen. <laughs> we have one key card. Perhaps I could go in the front door, show the badge, get through, and unlock the door for you. Yes, this might turn out horribly, but... Or we could try the rest of the doors around the building. I was about to suggest that, Captain. That key card might be a key card to a specific door, just not this one. Hey, guys! How smart that there's one person in this game that understands how key cards work! I mean... I am an android. <laughs> Guys, this is that a compliment of, to okay. me. Yes, I, walk, it is I walk forward to the door in the back <laughs> and I swipe the dang key card. Doesn't open that door. I go to the door and I scan the key card. It opens that door. <laughs> oh my God. That's where I was going this whole time. But you didn't know you had a key card. <laughs> but then I and that's our game, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, we will join you. We do the right thing. <laughs> Insert right answer here. We do it. Oh, boy. This Go in the front okay. door. What do we see, Ben? Perception check. I threw the dice. It's a... 19! Hey, this chilly lobby is dingy and outdated with cracking chairs and a flickering view screen playing a trivia loop of storage services the business provides. Two doors in the north wall both bear keypad locks and large signs that read warning extreme cold beyond this point in several languages. The ceiling is 12 feet high, just to let you know. That is a very important fact that they can, that they chose to tell me. Okay. People. You gotta show me where your character is, by the way. Um, I am going to suggest. Uh, where am I? There's too I many. Do not have There's no control. control. Where? Where's? There it is. Have control. Uh, Captain, may I make a suggestion? If we do go into a room that is unbearably cold to the rest of our group, to allow me to go in first, I do have a thermal regulator that will actually prevent me from freezing. Great. Yes. Aha. Also right. works for cold. Okay. You both should be able to control uh, where you are. Um, before we, before Nono goes in, she's gonna stop Mog 
uh, and say, Okay, so who are you able to talk to right now? I can speak telepathically with Model 392. Okay. Would you like to join our mental link? <laughs> I was actually going to ask if you could try Scriff. I've been working on his AI, and I don't know if it's gotten any better. Sure. I try. It unfortunately doesn't work. Um, but there is part of you that feels like maybe you should tell No-No that it is. Aww. Because you can see that there's just a big hope that is welling up in her eyes. Santa Claus. <laughs> Let's continue on, No-No. I am not sure yet. Okay. Uh, and No-No will go ahead and enter. Okay, so you're all going in the same room now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Seems that way. I'm in the room, Ben. Okay. You're in the room. What do you want to look at? There's a computer. There's, uh, I mean. I'm go into. Yeah. There's no, doors. No, no. Perhaps you can take a look at the computer before we go any further. Yep, yep. Looking at the computational ceviche. Ben, does any of this look familiar to me? Does it spark a memory? Anything? Not this. Not this. No. no. Alright. One day I'll one day I'll know my purpose. Aww. On this computer. This computer has laughable security. It is so lax, it's ridiculous. Uh, it contains legal business documents, uh, non-Ikeshti employee records. Uh, and a background image of two Verthani men embracing with Stella Kuna as a backdrop. Guys, I mean, I'm sure whoever works here is very sweet, but their password was password. What do we want? Roll a perception check. All of us? No, just no, no. 22. 22. You're also feeling around because sometimes it's just easy when people find the password. Sometimes you feel like they just tape it under the desk sometimes and you actually do feel a password like you feel a piece of paper down there uh and it it's a it's a code um it didn't open up the computer but you do notice that there is a keypad on each of the doors and now you have a numerical code in your hand on a scrap piece of paper code yep found a code what is it? It is. 138988 138 Ah, uh, which door? Perhaps. Uh, well, Ben. Like, if there's a desk there, does it look like the door that Nono's near uh, is more of like a employees only sort of room? And then, like, explain, because it, to me, like, just looking at it, it kind of looks a little bit like a patient's office, like a patient doctor's office. Yeah, you don't really get that from this room, that both the doors say the exact same thing. They say uh, extreme cold, um, and they say uh, warning, extreme cold beyond this point in several different languages. Almost uh, like those canisters that you see on different sides, how they are very uh, 
explicit in what they are warning. Would wearing a spacesuit help against extreme cold since space is supposedly very cold? <laughs> That's why I gave you the, the battery. Might not hurt. Do you want your the battery, battery or my spacesuit? Space the battery suit, when you, in. When you attach the battery into your spacesuit, it can draw power and give you environmental protection. Great, I do that. I think we've all done that yet at this point now, yeah? Yep, except okay. for model 392. Okay. I do not need it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where do you go? What do you do? No, no, pick a door. Okay, the one I'm next to behind this desk. Uh, I and follow I'm right behind <laughs> Boop, 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 boop. Put in the code. All right. Password. <laughs> one, three, eight, nine, eight, eight, two. Password. I will be near Seven, eight, five, three. <laughs> Eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, nine. nine. <laughs> it opens up into a very large room. The ceiling of this frigid room is 20 feet high. Crates and gas canisters are arranged in orderly stacks and on racks five feet tall. Stairs to either side of the room lead halfway up the walls to a railed platforms that sport large humming machinery. Along the north wall of the warehouse is a smaller room with a lower ceiling, its roof forming another sort of platform here. Along with all of that, you see blinking red lights throughout Mm -hmm. the entire place. I hate it. Are these cameras? No, they're just... They're just silent, blinking red lights. Can I make a check on what those are? Sure, roll an engineering check. Yeah, yeah. Actually, roll a... Uh, roll a... Roll a culture check. Mm. Old shit. Can I assist? No. <gasps> Does okay. it have to do with the criminal underworld? It does. Okie dokie. Can I also do a check? Yes, you can. My instinct tells me these are bombs, but the last blinking red light that Ben dangled in our face was information. 25. (laughs) Model 392, what do you got? I also got a 25. Okay. Both of you, with sort of this un... with this knowledge of gangs, realize that you've tripped a silent alarm somewhere. Mm. Perhaps by swinging a daggum key card over and over again on the wrong door you might have tripped some sort of alarm that uh, lit up lights all over this place and warned anything that might be uh, involved in here of your arrival whoopsie doodle we weren't going to use the key cards before you told us to true no, no, are you able to... Uh, if the password was password, there has to be a way to override this... Password! <laughs> um, is, is, there, is there a, like, a, a... thing in the wall, computer in the wall? Can you I see go... that there is an office buttons? in the back. Uh, no, no, we'll run over there and try to find any way to turn off these alarms. Okay, you run towards the office in the back. And you hear this voice, this booming voice. All right, lads, now's the time. 
And out steps this Vesk. This Vesk is named, uh, is played by Gina Carano uh, from The Mandalorian. Uh, she has this nice suit on, very large, muscular body, uh, kind of pale green skin. She's who I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. And model 392, suddenly it hits you like an entropic strike. Mama? Just kidding. Everything becomes crystal clear as the rippling waters of your mind settle. (gasps) Standing before you is Big Tola. But you've called her by her middle name ever since you learned it seven years prior. You call her Maggie. No one else was allowed to. That's a right reserved only for best friends. Wave after wave of memories hit, being thrown out of the Deep Cultures Institute only to hop your way to Corona. It was there that Mama Throsh found you. It was there she gave you access to do your work, a place to study the entropy of the universe. Mama Thrush was always good to you, providing new subjects for your experiments. Her only rule was that you protect her every now and again. But now that bond was well beyond that. You know she cares for you like a daughter. Both you and, well, Maggie here. Uh, excuse me. Big Tola. <laughs> then you remember the deal. Mama Thrush walked you and Big Tola into her office and wrote you into her will. You went to the Museum of Endosolar Sciences to place the astral transponder on the computer. She must have used the other Keshti when you failed. You would have been fine if that security robot hadn't smacked you into a power circuit. And finally, you notice a section of your armor that's always felt a little bit off. Almost like the reflective ability to transform your armor hasn't gone away in one area. As you adjust the mirror into place, all theories are confirmed. You have the gang's logo on your body. You aren't Model 392. You are Bloody AME. (gasps) Android Model 392 Enforcer. Bloody Amy, second in command, member an heir to the bloodshot thugs. What? What do you do? He's part of my crew. You're you're you're, you're part of my crew. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hurt us. You have the choice, Pony. I'll oh. allow you to continue to play with them. Or come join my team. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> wow, a big decision. Why don't we all roll initiative? Oh, huh? no. Oh. Oh, okay. Ooh. Oh, no. A wild. Ooh. That's yeah, why. All right, let's That's see. my third today. I Good rolled job. so bad earlier. Ooh. 21 for Abed. Okay, so uh, Abed still goes before, uh, still goes before Mock. (laughs) Yeah. Aw, let him go first. No, no, no. 
No. Damn's the rules. That's the rule. Captain Phoenix. 20. 20. Also. This is a, this is a, it's a fun moment. Bloody Amy. Oh, Bloody Amy. Oh, it's me. Ah, 21 as well. I got oh. 21 as well. What is your bonus? That was with, what do you mean? What, what is my What's bonus? your bonus to initiative? Two. Two. Abedzagak, what's your bonus? Uh, four. Four. Abedzagak goes first. No, no. What about you? Eight. Eight. You reading this chat, Bonnie? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I oh. have a rug. I have a rug. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but Fractured Avatar 13 has a point. Okay. Yeah, We're at the top of the round. Big Tola steps out. She says that. And out of nowhere, all of these Ikeshti start popping up. Members of the Bloodshot Thugs. Oh, my God. They all get their surprise round. So I think we'll, uh, we'll let that happen. It's at this point that Big Tola says... You see that little one? Get it. And all of them feel a little bit more inspired to shoot this tiny little brave skittermander that has ran into this area. My little friend! Four shots headed your way. No, no. Twenty-three to hit, nineteen to hit. The other one's a miss with an eleven, and a natural one on the last Takeshi. <laughs> well, two actually, hits. the twelve also. Uh, the, it's twelve, not an eleven. Does twelve hit your EAC? No. So two hits coming your way as these creatures blast into you with their rifles. It's a total of six points of damage. However, one of them, the one furthest in the back by the door, did miss wildly. Uh, and they are looking at the pretty colors. And they <laughs> are flat-footed and off-target until they res- they succeed at, at a perception check as a move action. Okay. Abedzagek, it is your turn. Oh, boy. Okay, so I'm... I'm still behind the door. Um, Am I able to see what's happening to my buddy over there? You just saw her run in. Captain Phoenix, what are you doing all the way in there? Well, I would never have sent Nono that far into a room without us. Well, maybe on your turn you could move in there. The the skittermander just scurried in there. Oh my gosh. I had to help. She's very helpful. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run. Oh gosh, I want to run towards Nono, and I want to start attacking the fr- uh, the one that's closest to her. So I guess I'm gonna get. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, right here, I can get right here, and I'm gonna rug gun this guy. Oh, you're gonna rug gun the guy that is to the west or to east. The re- Sorry, thank you. Yes. Yes, you're going to shoot up at this guy that is shooting at your Yeah, I was just going to say, he's up at a, on a staircase, right? Yeah, go ahead and make your shot. All right, here we go. Dun, 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 dun. Ooh, 
That's going to be 22. 22 is a hit. Uh, roll percentile. Sure was. <laughs> uh, and the percentile is 23. 23. All right. So you didn't you didn't instant kill this creature, but go no. ahead and roll damage. Okay. It's going to be uh, six points of damage. Six points of damage as you blast into this Akeshti. All right. It hurt him. Good. Okay, we move on. Now it is model, well, Slutty Amy. It's your turn. Real, real quick, Ben, sort of to Katie's point. Are we all at least in the room? Because how no, would no, they no, all no. have seen? They just saw no-no. How, then how would model 392 have seen all of these people and know? Yeah. Model 392 has heard the voice. Okay. And, you know. Say no more, say no yeah, more. Yeah, there you go. Um, okay. Oh, God. Um. Bloody Amy, think about who you are. Think about what you represent. Entropy. The decay of the universe. These DCI people, they don't, they don't get it. You got kicked out by the DCI. Um. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I. Oh gosh. Bloody they Amy. That when you have horn, though. Mm-hmm. Um. So it's basically just me and Mog in the other room, right? <laughs> yep. <gasps> right. No yes, one will know. Is. Mog, don't. <laughs> no one will know. <gasps> no. You killed Mog. No, I would never. Mog. Mog had my back. Uh, what a strange turn of events. <laughs> would you never? You now know who you are. Oh, Rick, you're right. Oh, this is... You're so mean, Ben, because I was... Oh, I was being so nice. And you I'm, put no, Bonnie on the spot hard you twice You should have given me something. Ben doesn't like warning anyone. <laughs> if you make the right decision, he'll give you a plus two permanent bonus to your charisma. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I'm going to turn to Mog. Oh boy. I'm going to say. I am sorry, Mog. It would (gasps) not be safe for you to go in this other room. I will try to de escalate the situation, but I'm going to want him to stay in there. So I'm going to try and knock him out. (gasps) (laughs) I swear it's for his own good. I promise you it's important. I'm, I'm I love it. You step <laughs> up to Mog and try to knock him unconscious. But I apologize. I am sorry, Mog. And I'm just gonna It would not it would not be safe for him in there. He would he would get killed. I'm saving his life. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Roll an attack roll. Um uh, Sam, Sam isn't upset with you, Bonnie, because I think you're making a great choice. Uh, yep. (laughs) That's a a 22. You hit. You hit Mog (laughs) very, very hard. Roll damage. Oh, gosh. I'm Uh assuming I'm doing this with my hammer. Yeah, me too. Oh. Oh, no. I rolled the maximum damage. Uh, that is 10. <laughs> that is 10. Oh, okay, okay. 10 points of non-lethal damage, Mog. 
Yeah, I'm obviously not. I don't want to kill you. And I still have the two from when we first came here. So that's 12 total now. I apologize, Mog. This but will you, hurt. Uh, are you gonna? Are you gonna keep? Uh, you can. You can stay right where you are because you've got your extender arms that can attack him from right there. But were you going to get up nice, close, and personal, or were you gonna attack him right there? Uh, I. I'm doing this very fast because I. Again. Uh, Bloody Amy is very torn because they. Not because yes, they do have their memories, but they also remember the memories that they have made with these new people. Um, so I feel like I'm going to use my arm. I'm just gonna, you know, I knowing Mog, I'm just going to smack him a little bit to like. I'm not gonna like go up and get close and personal because because I'm trying to do this very quickly. Uh, I would like to do that and then move into the room. All right. So you smack him and then rush into the room. Hopefully that. I'm sorry, Monk. Are you moving past Captain Phoenix? I want to, I want to move quickly. I want to, um, because I'm assuming I heard get the little one. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to move as quickly as possible to try and try and get as, uh, like be seen as much as possible. So they see me, I'll, I'll move my full. Distance. You can basically move to the inside and be right next to Captain Phoenix, either in front of her or to her side, either to the east or west. Where would you like to be? I'll be to her side. Okay. Because now, now that I know who I am and what I am, I don't need to be in front of her to protect her. No offense, Captain. I'm, uh, I'm just going to try and reconcile this. But now, I'm Cap not taking any hits for you. Now, Captain Phoenix, you hear a smash. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I would like to roll a perception check to see if Captain Phoenix has witnessed and or heard anything that just happened regarding Mog. And yeah. we will know if Ben has ruined everything. Ready? Yeah. Roll a perception check. Ah, wow. Okay. Only a 10. I mean, you heard something happen behind you. You turn around and you can see Mog. He's clearly been struck, but you don't see anything that uh, that that has could have hit him, uh, except for Model Three Nine Two is right next to you. Oh, Bloody Amy is right next. To you. Oh, what would you like to do? I wouldn't have put two and two together. I don't know that it's up to you if you put two and two together. There's a strike that happens then this android is right by your side. Nothing else could have struck struck Mog, except he does seem a little bit hurt. And uh, I, don't, I don't know, Mog, what's the look on your face? I think I would even turn around to Mog and say like, who did that? Can I answer? Yeah. Bloody Amy. Oh. I reach out and I touch her because she's right next to you me. You don't know who Bloody Amy is. It's fair. Yeah, neither does Mog. But oh. Maybe he does. <laughs> if, if he's telepathically connected to me, he might. Yeah, he could see all those images. He sure, might. I'll allow that. All right, well, does that cha change Mog's answer? No. No, but you don't know who Bloody Amy is. <laughs> <laughs> Katie's so furious. Uh, <laughs> so no, no, bad. I'm just confused because 
Um, you wouldn't allow Mog in your head. No, no, no. I, I don't mean that. I just mean I asked who did this, and he responds, "Bloody Amy." Okay, so I say, "Who?" <laughs> Can I point? Yeah, yeah. I point at model three nine two. Okay. Well, then I I do not hesitate. I grab model three nine two. I would like to uh, use my reactive talent. I gain an extra reaction per round, and I want to block it. There you go. Or grab. I just grab the captain and be like, "Do not interfere." Who's gonna? Uh, tell me what that one is. That reaction. I want to look it up because I want to make sure we do uh, things by as the book. Part of my notes, one. I have, I have a, a reactive, which I, means I gain an extra reaction per round of combat. Yes. So uh, reactions are specific things that you can do. Um, okay. So uh, it, they are. They have the title and descriptor of reactive, like an attack of opportunity. I don't. Like I don't have any of the. I just have that. And that that is something that else. androids get. So. Uh, so yeah, you you. Would it be something to where if she goes to strike me, I could block it and say, "Do not interfere." You, I would allow you to say, "Do not interfere." But if she's going to attack you, she's going to attack you. She still okay. has to hit your AC and such. Do not interfere. I, I don't, I don't care if she touches me or I'm touching her. Either way, if we're making contact, I'm casting Jolting Surge on her. All right. So you have to roll a touch attack to make this happen. Indeed, and there is no save. There's no oh. save for me. No. Oh. Uh, that's a twenty-four to hit. Bloody Amy, she hits you hard. Hold on. Why do you turn us against each other, Ben? I like her. Edie likes you, Bonnie. Ah, 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 ah. Ah, ah, ah. Can I, uh, I gain improved combat maneuver as a bonus feat and a plus two insight bonus to, oh, never mind. That's hard. I'm sorry, I'm looking at shit. I will find a way out of this. I will. I will do this. Um, Damn. I don't think I can. However, if you if you uh, do this, I'm going I, to use my laugh at danger ability. <laughs> well, I I just hit her with twenty points of damage. Ooh. Yikes! Ouchie. Goes out of your stamina first. Yeah, I know. I stamina. And, I, and I'm going to take a guarded step with my next action. Back inside the doorway. Okay. And I'm assuming everything's very automatic doors. Does it shut? Oh, uh, it's a keypad. I swept my card. Card doesn't work. Code. <laughs> if code. only you knew the code. The code. Oh, I do. And I do know the code. On. I do know the code. I push the code. One, three, eight, nine, eight, eight, two. No, 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 no. That was you it. Hit, you hit, you stepped back. I believe that's all your actions. Mog, it is now your turn. <laughs> Captain, no, no, and the Bestigak are still in there. I have to help them, but I couldn't allow Model 392 to stand if she's hurting us. Before she finishes her sentence, I'm going to move to the other door. Okay. 5, 10... 20, 25, and I enter the code here. Yep. It opens. 
And that's the end of your turn. And I'm gonna use my extra action. Oh! To move again. Okay. And get further in there. And as I enter, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, uh, I say, I am the leader here. What? (laughs) Um, am I allowed to anesthetic dart him? My, what I said? Is that, is that, is that, what it, I don't know what that means. I just wanted to put him to sleep. I just want to shut him up. Anesthetic dart means a minus one to uh, whatever attack roll is. I will say though that you do have two medi-eyes. You could call out patches to help heal you up four points of healing. I will do uh, that. So but patches. I'm mad. I want him to shut up. And he's making it worse. <laughs> patches hops out and uh, strolls over to Bloody Amy and starts healing up the android. Cut off the cut off the connection. No, no. It is your turn. What do you do? Do you? I just got boom boom powed pretty hard. Um, and I don't feel great. Mm. So, uh, no, no like turns and just sees blasters coming at her and then sees a Benzagak run in and then an angry model 392 maybe angry I don't know and then Mog comes in and is like I am the leader here uh, so <laughs> Nono is gonna hold cause what is happening <laughs> very confusing very very confusing uh, we move on. It is now, uh, it's my turn. Um, and, man, Abedzagak, you took a shot at, uh, at one of these creatures. Yeah. Um, so two of them, the two on the side that you are closest to are going to take aim at you. Uh, one of them, one of them will hit. That is going, uh, I believe at least, that is going to be a... 19 to hit against EAC. Yep, that will hit. Okay. So the one that you hit shoots you for five points of damage as as it just blasts you uh, with this rifle. The other two on the side see Mog come in and say, I am the leader, and so they turn and they shoot their rifles at Mog. Aw. You idiot. One of them will definitely (laughs) He's gonna die. And it's five <laughs> more points of damage. Okay. Yeah. Wait, can Nono act? Nono can act, yes. Uh, I want to get into this office. Okay. Is it code? Is it key? Yeah. Card? Yeah, there's a key card. Or there's a there's a keypad. So code. Yeah. One three eight nine eight eight two. Door opens up. Okay. In it is an office. Are, is this Balmy in comparison to the warehouse, but still cold, this office has a long desk with a computer terminal and an oversized but aging executive chair. Behind this desk is a view screen playing a trivia of cryogenic services in a silent loop. To the east is a kitchenette, and to the west it is an area with a couch and low table. A clear-doored refrigerator hang uh, nearby holds a multitude of beverages. Kind of like 
beverages that you might have sometimes when you're just hanging out with your buddy. A big maybe, cola. Maybe Big Tola and Bloody Amy might have spent some time in this office just <laughs> hanging. Can you see from inside the office out into the main floor? Yes, you can. Okay. Uh, Nona will move in, uh, placing herself by... You said there's a computer by the desk? Yes. Okay. Placing herself there. And she thinks about all of the good coffee drinks mm. in the world and gets a little hyper. And she's going to try to see if... There's anything on this computer that she can use to help her friends that are out being surrounded. Okay. Um, 28 on computers. 28 on computers. Uh, you, you don't really see anything. Wow. This looks like a business computer. Okay. Well, that's the end of her turn. Uh, this Akeshti takes a step closer. Uh, the one that is close to this bat takes a step up the stairs to get a better look at Mog. Oh, gosh. Also takes a step. And Big Tola. Uh, Big Tola, she's just smiling. Uh, she's right in her element. And she takes out her uh, tactical semi-auto pistol and aims it directly at the leader. Oh, Mog. That is going to be 21 to hit against Medic <gasps> AC and three points of piercing damage. Okay. <laughs> at the top of the round, it's Betsy Gak's turn. Oh my god. What I is like happening? I would like to also let Jess know the positive Kern became bit boss and gave you an extra action. I just saw it and I'm gonna use it. Thanks, positive <laughs> Kern. Okay, so first I um Okay, so I'm really confused with all of this stimuli that's happening around me, and that makes me upset, so I would like to get frenzied. So if I get, uh if I pass this roll, uh then I get extra damage. So um, I'm gonna shoot another rug at this guy. Okay. Okay. Mm. Eleven. Yeah, your rug. You're so angry that your rug flies wide and misses. Oh, that sucks. Okay. Well, I'm not as worried about this guy because, uh, excuse me, the one that I'm shooting at. And so I see what's happening over here on the other side, over at Mog with Big Tola. And so I would like to send my body. <laughs> Let's see if I can get over there. I think you'll have I can. a move. But I can. I can move 35. Oh, you can move 35 feet. Move 35. Yes. So if I, I will put myself directly in harm's way because I can uh, get right in that line of sight between right. Big Ola and Mog, uh, and I'm gonna be like, "Hey, come on, you, me, we ain't that different. Let's just take a breath." <laughs> All right, so you've stepped in between Big Tola and Mog and yelled, even though you're angry, you were like, let's take a breath. Yeah, like, let's take a breath. Like, it's it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Model 392, it is your turn. I will remind you that Patches healed you up for four points of healing. Yes. Um, I'm going to <sighs> go um, 
35 feet here to this table. Okay. Get on top of it. And uh, remember that time when I used my intimidation and changed my glamour armor into as big as I could? Yeah. And like intimidated a whole room of people? I'm doing that and just screaming, ENOUGH! Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm just gonna get as big as I can and just okay. scream really loud and make sure that um, Big Tola, my Maggie, sees me. Mm. Uh, because I'm very confused, but I need to at least, I need people to stop shooting so I can think! Roll an um, intimidation check. Little, little do you all know. This is the first. Did by the way, since this has happened, this is the first time you've seen Model Three Nine Two not smiling. All of this is she's not her usual. She's it's like the opposite. Uh, this isn't an intimidation check. Yes. <laughs> Twenty-five. <laughs> that was a good whoa. You gave me. I'm very intimidating. Bloody Amy. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Maggie, that's enough. Amy, shoot them. It's complicated. Hey, hey, what are you, what are you talking about? Like, hey, first of all, good to see you. Thought you were dead. Uh, good to see you. Uh, what are you doing here, Maggie? You are my family. Yeah. But these creatures are my friends. So don't kill them? Amy, what are you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing here? Amy, I thought... uh... I got a message. Mom. Thought a little action might come down here after the heist. And, uh, sure it did. By the way, if any of you move, I will shoot. What are you doing here, Amy? I wish I could remember. I mean, you and me, we've sat in this back office hundreds of times, kicking back. Throw that all away from people you just. We can find a solution that doesn't involve any of them losing a limb. Where's Father? Where's Savash? Where are all of our other I'm assuming those are all the ones we killed. Yeah. 
They're dead. You do it. Both. I was not myself. Amy, you got one choice. You got one choice. It's real simple. Come home. Or I'm gonna kill the slug. And we'll pick this up next week. Oh, come on, Ken. Bonnie, I'm so, like, I was like, we're going to get Bonnie out of here. Bonnie's going to have to come back for another week. Dude! <laughs> yeah, everybody, uh, we have, we have come to the end of our episode. What a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah. I don't you know, know if I, I don't like this game anymore. <laughs> We went from flying around the sun, eating good meals and having good jokes to very real, very fast. There was some confusion uh, about why I declared myself as leader. And I would just like to say that she specifically said she was going to kill me. And perhaps that was why. Mm. How's everybody doing? Uh, <laughs> real quick, we need another uh, hour. Some people couldn't hear you there at the end and want to know exactly what Big Tola said. Uh, Big Tola said, uh, come home or I'm going to kill the slug man. <sighs> and that's where we left it. Well, this has been great, guys. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I guess well, this, this honestly, is where I get off the train. <laughs> honestly, this was uh, supposed to be uh, Bonnie's last week with us for the moment. But uh, Bonnie, are you okay coming back another week? I know. Uh, I, I know. I, are you, Are you okay with coming sure. back another week? Oh, I'm my. not okay emotionally right now, but <laughs> I mean, I guess I'm okay. Like. To physically be here. <laughs> yeah, we got to figure out the end of this situation. Yeah, cause... yeah. Way to, way to give me a week to make decide. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, because there's a thing. Like, you know, I when you have double memories like that. Ugh, mm. Well, it's the danger. It's there's a good part of being like, hey, GM, here you control my backstory, and then there's a horrible part to that too, isn't there? Yeah, just so y'all are aware, I did not make that backstory. I did not make myself a super killer, evil scientist like thing. That was all Ben. <sighs> we'll see you next time for more things in space. I'm going to die. No! No, please don't. I don't...